Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh, shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Value Pack. Uh, I think today is going to be mostly the Draconia special. Is it Draconia? How do you say it, Frosty? That's how I'm saying it. I I, I don't yeah. know if other people pronounce it differently. I accidentally I, I think... keep saying Draconia, too, sometimes. Because Dr <laughs> Draconian, but... I believe it's Draconia. Yeah, that's, that's that's the name of the peoples. Well, for anyone out of the loop, Frosty was one of the lucky people that was able to actually play Draconia uh, on a special version of Global Labs. Uh, so he's going to be able to give us all of his thoughts on uh, the class, uh, considering that he's played it. And uh, there's some interesting mechanics, I would say. I'm interested to see if those are going to remain. Uh, but, but first, obviously, we got to thank our lovely, lovely patrons, Garmoth.com, Hawaiian, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, and Wavesy. Thanks, you guys, so much for supporting the show, and everybody who supports us via our Twitch streams, which you can find in the link, uh, or rather, you can find the links for in the description down below. Um, so yeah, big topic of the day is Draconia. Frosty, you have played it quite a bit at this point. Um... So yeah, well, lead us into it. What well, uh, what are your what are your thoughts? I actually, I kind of want to do this differently. I I kind of want to find out from you guys your thoughts, and then maybe some of the stuff I can white knight away. Ooh! Since I spent so much time on it, because I've spent True. the last basically okay. half of the time I've been playing BDO, uh, uh -huh. has been on Draconia. Uh huh. In the last like three four days, so I'm kind of curious you, you your guys' thoughts from what you've seen and read and heard and what you think is cool not cool what's good what's bad etc mm -hmm. um okay starting uh, so, with nayashi first <clears throat> so i have time to re ask the question well i hold on i i do i do i do want to clarify we probably shouldn't talk about damage because yeah, I don't think that's a very good thing to talk about. Because that's yeah, because damage on global labs is fucked, and also like we don't know what sort of class v class modifiers there are. The only thing Draconias seem to be fighting from the streams that I've been watching is other Draconias. So who fucking knows? Yeah. Also, like obviously, damage is going to get tweaked as it stays on global labs. It's already been changed a little bit, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, so got changed, damage got the, changed. on Thursday yeah. when they made changes, the damage is noticeably different. And now, like, combos feel a lot more normalized. Yeah, so maybe we try to focus on, like, maybe concepts, um, mechanics, things of that nature, rather yeah. than just, uh, like, damage numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Nayashi, starting with you. So sure. The look, the class, what you've seen, like, how, how do you feel about Draconia so far? I think she looks pretty badass. Um, and the way a lot of her skills look, it's they definitely put a lot of effort into it. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a very graphically pleasing looking class, that's for damn sure. Especially it's like one hundred percent or two hundred percent too. Oh Both my gosh. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It looks really awesome. Um Obviously, I didn't get my hands on it, um, but uh, I've seen like 
you know, you and Choice and uh, Biceptimus and quite a few others that were dorking around with it. And um, you know, besides the dorking around with it, yeah. Besides the uh, the look and feel of it, I mean, the movement kind of caught me by surprise too. At least before they adjusted the stamina uh, recently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the movement on it looked pretty crazy. Um, you can go considerable distances and seem pretty fast too. Like I don't know from your perspective in game how it actually felt, but it looked fast um, and could cover quite a quite a distance. So that was interesting to see. Um, the attacks definitely looked um, very heavy. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely gave the appearance of you know as they described it um, during the ball, the Calfion ball, um, the charge up animation type effect where the the heavy weapon swings really fucking hard. Um, but without really going into the damage part, like Breslar said, the damage was really crazy. Um, it was still funny to see the first day or so when it was blowing everyone up with one skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks pretty awesome for just being. Is is that Succession or is that just pre awakening? It's Succession. So it is Succession. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, for just being Succession, I mean that I think that's a pretty good representation so far of what the class looks and feels like. Um, I don't know. I I really enjoyed watching some of the content from it, the clips that were coming out about it. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty solid class. It looks like it has really good AOEs too, especially like the one where you were testing with uh, was it Lorenz? I can't remember who you were testing with, but uh, oh. that you were testing the range on the one hundred percent. I think. It oh, was. that was with Don Scott. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, the that range was insane. Yeah, on the one hundred. That was actually insane. They already did so, tone down that damage a little bit, so it doesn't hit like that anymore, but the range yeah. is pretty nuts. Yeah, it's like out of render range almost. You were basically saying something along the lines of like, if you can see the lightning, you're getting hit. Yeah, if you can see the lightning when they're charging up, that seemed to be what the range felt like. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty crazy for a class that's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, seemingly kind of like Guardian in a way. Um but with obviously more mobility um, from what it looked like to me. I didn't really see too much usage of the utility aspect with the, the, ion, the ion gauge, so that I'm a little uh, lacking info on. So I only have what we discussed last week as far as like how it supposedly works. I didn't actually really get to see it in action too much. So yeah, that's my initial take from watching everyone play it yeah um as far as the guardian comment like i i definitely uh, there's some similarities and it the skills are like really like heavy attacks for sure but um the way it moves and feels doesn't feel like guardian at all to me no no not not really i I could kind of see why some of the combos or some of the skills within a combo feel like it but um because they're definitely like slower, heavier hitting attacks, but yeah. like all of the neutral game stuff to me doesn't feel like Guardian. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks like it'll be fun at the very least. Yeah. Rez, your thoughts? So I think the ion gauge stuff is interesting. Um, I think that it's kind of it seems kind of weird 
that yeah. there's what? really only two skills that really give any ion gauge, it seems like. Um, yeah, so that there's... That seems kind of strange. There's two abilities that build up ion now. There were three. No, there's three skills plus the e-buff. There were four. Let, let me explain the ion gauge, though, because it's actually... It's, yeah. it's very confusing, I think. Um, and it's not explained well in the tooltip, and a lot of people were confused by it. But the ion gauge works basically like this. Anytime you have shards, that's what they're calling what you build up in the ion gauge. Anytime you have shards available, um, when you use one of these four abilities, um, shift RMB, shift LMB, SRMB, or shift F, it'll consume those to do the heavier version of the attack that you see in the tooltip, the harder hitting version. Yeah. Or, and that's the thing, or separately, regardless of your ion bar on the left, you can charge up a skill. So for example, shift RMB, I can fully charge it up to get the harder hitting version of the skill without consuming ions at all. So you so... either get the, you get the, so if I just tap shift RMB, it'll consume the ion meter and do the heavy hitting attack. Or if I hold shift RMB and do the whole charge up, it will not consume the ion meter at all, but it'll still do the heavy uh, attack. Now, if I have zero ion meter, at all, if it's at absolute zero, if I press shift RMB without holding it, it'll just do the lower damage version of the skill. I have to charge it if I have no meter at all. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like, um, imagine like, you know, a reckless blow basically has like the yeah. two, you can either instant cast for the low damage or charge it for the full damage. Same thing here, except the ion meter makes it where when you just instant cast for the low damage, if you have ion meter, it would do the high damage instead by consuming that. You're spending the ion meter to get the higher damage version of the skill. Yeah. So I think one of the things that's confusing is they spam the word stockpiling in this description, and it sounds like you're gaining ion by charging these skills, but you're not. It just is for that one release of the ability when you're charging up an ability. Otherwise, you just look at the gauge. Do I have any gauge left? I do. Cool. I can instant cast this ability and get the full damage. Gotcha. Yeah, and then you use forward RMB, E, shift Q, or your E buff to regenerate ions. And in like a PvE combo, like if you start off with like F, E, forward RMB, you get enough to fully release three abilities for your PvE combo. Okay. So, does that make sense? Is there any... Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, think, I think that clears up a lot of it. I, just to make sure... I did understand it correctly. Mm -hmm. um, if you have no ion, 100%, you have to charge it up. No, 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 no. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. If you have zero ion meter at all, yes, you have to charge it up if you want to get the if full If you have time. ion, you have the ability to click the, click the skills keybinds, release mm -hmm. it immediately to do the full charge instant version. Right, at the cost of some of your ion meter. Or you can fully charge it up. It'll spend no ion, ion meter, and do the full charge attack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... Um, I mean, it's kind of like a reverse situation with BSR usage, right? Like, BSR, you when you want to use it, you have to add in an extra key, right? Mm -hmm. But this is like kind of like the opposite, where basically you just 
quick tap the keys and it'll do it. Yeah. Whereas if you hold it, you'll just not use it. Right. So you can. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's not too bad. I mean, yeah, probably the tooltips were extremely confusing at first, but it's not too bad to figure out. I feel like there's going to be a lot of accidental heavy hits using Ion at first when people are learning. Yeah. When they don't intend to. Does Ion get used for any sort of like mobility and stuff like that or no? Nope. None of, none of the mobility. It's literally just the, the slow, hard-hitting skills, yeah. Changes yeah. their damage. All right, so, sorry, uh, that was the little side tangent. Reslar, go on, continue. So, the Ion stuff is interesting. I find it strange that there's only a couple skills that build any Ion whatsoever, and those skills that build Ion build a lot of Ion, instead of it being like every skill kind of gives you a little bit, which is kind of what I expected to be. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It uh, the the movement seems pretty good. Uh, if you're spamming it, it's unprotected, so that seems like fine. It also seems to consume a lot of stamina, so that's good. Both of those things kind of help balance it out, I think, a little bit. Uh, the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The AOE's are massive. The damage, well, we're, we're not going to talk about damage, but the damage was insane. I don't know if it's still insane post, uh, like, nerf. Um, but again, that might just be a class v. class thing. Like, we oh. don't know what the modifiers are. Only really shift RMB felt super insane after the nerfs. It felt everything else, like, I had to combo. And actually, the, the person I was dueling, I was dueling someone yesterday, they would, act, like, if I didn't use shift RMB or if I didn't do a proper combo, they were able to get up. And we were both 311, 404. So it felt a lot more like how live server feels interaction-wise yeah. between classes. Um, Which, but shift R and B definitely hits hard. Even with three eleven, if you don't pro- combo properly, you ain't gonna kill four hundred one. Yeah, exactly. That's how it felt. And yeah. I do think I'm missing some HP on here too, compared to my live server characters. The uh, the skill effects look really good. The lightning and fire stuff looks really good. Um. The the only thing that I'm like kind of irked about is the insane healing that it has. Like that's fucking nuts to me. But maybe I'm alone in that. Uh, it's better than Zerkers, and that's crazy to say. So uh, yeah, that's true. I actually didn't even mention the healing thing, but yeah, that's pretty strong. Yeah, I don't know. I just think like. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think even though like so I whenever I whenever I was watching your stream Frosty and like one of the first things like you checked was like does the guard have SA? No, it doesn't. I'm like, "Oh, dude, all the non-grab classes are like so happy right now." And then I see that it has like perma SA rotations like Guardian as well as like insane heals, a self PA. I was like, "Yeah, never mind." <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, not as not as easy to deal with. Like at least at least they can't just sit and block like a guardian of Alka or a warrior can, but like they definitely can just decide like, nah, I don't feel like I don't I don't feel like being CC'd right now. Nor do I really feel like being uh SA traded to death. I don't know, it's kind of fucking nuts, honestly. Speaking of the guard, how strong is the guard? 
I mean, mind you, it's hard to tell because mm, yeah, I haven't, I haven't tested. That would be a live server thing, so I could at least test between the classes, like side by side. Yeah, I'm not too sure if its guard gauge is powerful or not. I assume it's probably okay, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's actually a good question. I, I'm not too sure how strong the block is, or if it's just like a normal one. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, no, that's basically it. Okay. Yeah, in know. in regards to the healing, uh, my only real issue with the healing is that it's on so many abilities. I think if it's on two or three, it's okay. I, It's like, okay, so at first I was blown away by the healing because the classes I play, I'm not, I'm not used to it, right? Like, I'm not used to really getting healing. Like, I either, on hash, your healing is <laughs> retribution, which does, like, a very tiny amount of, uh, heals. It's like, I don't know, whatever, like 50 HP per hit, but you have to be sitting on top of a character and it's forward guard. Um, and then on Kuno, it's Brace. Or I guess Spin Spree. Oh my god. Um, so I'm not, I wasn't used to it, so at first it like blew me away, but then like side by side with Zerkers, uh, and like looking at it compared to like Wiz Witch, I don't know. Like it doesn't bother me as much because obviously like the amount of heal on like casters is yeah, similar and also on the Rabom one is just instant plus it also heals their allies um and then on zerker while technically it is it's it heals faster than zerkers it's like zerkers also especially one of them is like protected and ccing you while you're trying to stop them which i experienced shortly after testing draconia when i was in a node war against a bunch of zerkers and <clears throat> so i don't know it's like I think it's like competitive with those and it works in a different way. The self PA makes it interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna compare caster heals because they instant heal. I, I, I don't know why comparing a caster heal would be invalid though. Like I like that it's just automatically like, nah, don't compare it to those heals. It's like why? Those ones instantly heal you 80% as well as your whole team. And you yeah, like disengage and instantly pop it. And the same effect, like uh I I don't know. It it just doesn't seem that crazy to me um in practice like when i was when i was dueling um now keep in mind i was only dueling other draconias and and i think one of the downsides to draconias are it's kind of hard to cc people with her she only really has like here are her catches 40 um which is like the little dash slap uh and then slam on the ground which is a stiffness shift f which is probably now her best catch after the changes on thursday and then, um, and then I, I guess shift LMB for the stun, but nothing else. There's no real other catches in this kit. Um, any of the other unprotected CCs are either so incredibly slow or require preceding skill. So, yeah. I don't I feel know. Like she's it's actually be playing like, a lot of slow play then, if that's the case. Well, it reminds me very much of Suck Corsair, how Suck Corsair felt at launch. Um, yeah, that's true. She didn't have a lot of CCs, or at least not a lot of reliable ones. Yeah. Slow. So it reminds me a lot of that. Like maybe the intention is it is more of like a trade style class. I'm not too yeah, sure. And again, like we don't hit. have we don't have her bombs or or the C abilities, so yeah. yeah. But anyway, in terms of the healing, like the other thing too is that it, it does only affect itself. And while they're healing or or charging the heal, like you you can still 
like apply debuffs and bleeds and whatever so like yeah if they get out and run away and they're below and it also has a requirement right like you have to be below 50 percent which uh you're not just like topping off like over and over or constantly but my issue with it is that i think it's on too many of the abilities i think if it's on two of the skills would be plenty like the charging for shift lmb or sorry either shift lmb shift rmb or on shift q i just don't think it needs to be on all of them Gotcha. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so that way it does feel limited or give it a cooldown because the heal itself technically doesn't have a cooldown because it's just a passive so yeah that's actually what i was gonna recommend that. yeah yeah Yikes. um so really my issue with it is that it's how like fast it heals while also being like protected um i mean it's it's very very instant the fastest Zerker healing skill is Fearsome Tyrant, which is like very, very strong. And it, it's strong. It's just like a really powerful skill overall because it's huge AoE, CC, good damage if you're in uh, succession. And also it heals faster than your other heals slightly. Um, so it's, it's, it's weird to me that it's that amount of healing on multiple skills with the only requirement being that you have to be below i think was it 50 or 60 percent hp as if anybody's going to use their heal above 60 percent hp like i don't know i I've, i don't think i've ever popped a zerker heal above 60 percent hp honestly um you might not so, but definitely they do uh, I mean, all all classes do. I see wizards throw the short heal on above sixty. I see them throw the fast one just in, in case. In a fight? Yeah, just to like yeah. get back into yeah. the fight. Yeah, top yourself off, off yeah. and all, all be the able time. to outtrade your opponent. HP yeah, is a definitely. resource, just like anything. Yeah, in the there's... middle of a fight, though. <laughs> well, you. Yeah, and also, I'm well, not talking about I mean, witch and wizard. I'm talking about berserker, which is an animation that you get locked into. <clears throat> yeah, de definitely. Yeah, happens a lot. Well, like in a 1v1, a Zerka ah. will back off, reset their position, and then heal. Same thing. Yeah, Valkyrie. Yeah, maybe Valk against well. a non-grab class, right? Well, but, yeah, well, fair. Okay. I guess the grab class, you're just asking to be grabbed. Well, that that's... I mean, is that not true here? Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, and this doesn't have grapple resist or anything like the Corsair has in, in that regard. So you could just grab them out of the heal, for sure. But I, yeah, I just think true. it needs a cooldown, yeah. I, I think the heal amount, I mean, it does feel crazy, but like when I was dueling yesterday after the damage felt more normalized, there's still times where if he got to me in time, I still just died because we everyone just does so much damage these days. And I imagine if I'm fighting, I don't know, it's like a reset. I guess it just depends on how people feel about resets. Um, If, you're in, a, if like, you're in a group I, fight and there's a smaller amount of people... I, it'll it'll probably save you a lot, like very often. If there's a lot of people in a ball fight, I don't, even though the heal amount is a lot, I still think you'll probably die in it. Maybe not with the yeah. PA, I guess it depends. Uh, yeah, not with the PA. But the but PA the itself does sure. have a, the PA itself has a, a cooldown. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I guess like uh, all, any of the real concerns with it, I feel like could be addressed through cooldown adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, if if they don't do like a cooldown thing, I could see that being like, you know, a, a gear check class for you know lower gear score players. Obviously, like you just pull up, they'll never have a chance because <laughs> they'll full combo them to like thirty, forty percent, and then they'll just stand up and heal. <laughs> and just it would be a, a constant, endless, brutal cycle. Yeah, yeah that's, 
that's that's obviously not a big worry for the actual state of the game or anything. The the S- it would just be a funny the SPWP MP drain. I I don't know what to make of it because like on one hand it's noticeable. Like when I was dueling other Draconias, it's it's noticeable, but I just pot right through it. So as long as my pot's not at one hundred percent, and it's I have it set down to something like sixty percent, then the mana drain literally had no effect on me. So I'm not sure how impactful the mana drain is. Oh, it uh, does have a mana drain on that. So it has a mana drain on on like most of the charging abilities while charging. Interesting. Yeah. But, uh, but not really impactful though. I don't know. Like I, I maybe it. I guess it just depends on the timing of when you get hit by it. If their pots on cooldown, it could be, it could definitely make a difference. If they're not, then yeah, you could just pot right through it. Well, let's like for example, if you were to maybe build towards that using add-ons to help, also, do you think that would actually be a theoretical? Maybe, build? maybe. I guess it just depends on how much it's ticking for. The only real one that feels like it ticks over and over and over again for a long time was Shift Q, which is the self PA bubble thing. The other yeah. ones all are like, it felt like it only took away a little bit of WP. So I'm not really sure gotcha. how it works exactly in that regard. I, I'd have to test on like an other, another class. Yeah. Like the thing is because of the amount of WP most of the WP classes have, like one pot basically brings you to full from empty. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I know like Wiz Witch, oh, oh my God, this troll just deleted me. Um, all right. Well, at, at Calfion Hadoom Troll, don't stand under it when he's doing this feet stomping dance thing while he's spinning. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So basically, basically, it's it's not like a blooming situation where you're like into. It it, no it, it might be it, honestly like because bro, Sam, oh god, I let myself get hit by it again. Um. It might be kind of like that. I know, like when I'm dueling Bro Salmon, he tries to play around the mana drain on it. And yeah. it only really affects me if my pot was already on cooldown. So I feel it felt pretty similar to that. Okay. I, maybe if you get hit by multiple skills back to back that are doing it, it'd be more noticeable. But I don't know. I don't know. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, you know the class is a weird thing. I I I don't know. It's like on one hand, I I feel like. Uh, so everyone's complaints about it are things that are on like so many other classes already. Yeah. Like, like I see like, oh God, it has so much SA. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't know a class right now that doesn't really have a lot of SA except for shy. Like, is there a class that like really doesn't have a lot of protection? I, I feel like every class these days have so much protection. So like yeah. nothing in this kit is surprising to me because it's like, it's just you, the same. It's, it's just sage. the same shit. Yeah, Sage, I guess. Um, sucks Sage, but it's like, I don't know, compared to everyone no else. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pretty comparable amount of protection. So either like everyone needs a protection nerfed or no one does. It's it's not just like, oh yeah, that this class shouldn't be the one that has some protection. I, I don't know. Um, This, yeah. I don't know. I, I like this class. My, my overall feeling on it is I'm really excited. I'm concerned about the PVE, which I don't know if you guys want to go into yeah. that, but the, the PVE has me concerned because, so this is, I, I gave feedback to, to PA on this, and this is kind of how I, I, 
am wording it. It's my concern is their track record as of late with succession classes and, and PVE. So of their last three classes, Nova, Sage, and Corsair, the only one that has had good PVE in the succession kit is Sage, except during the rework when they brought everyone up, they nerfed Sage, and now Sage is like uh, average to below average. Like it's, it's a lot worse than it was, and for seemingly no reason. It was like nerfed for no reason. So, and Corsair, and I heard the same thing while I was playing Corsair. Corsair's like, oh, we'll just wait for the Rebombs and the C-Skills. And we got the Rebombs and the C-Skills, and Corsair is still bad in PvE, and they've never fixed it. And then, Suck Nova, same thing. It's like, ah, oh, just wait for the Rebombs. Well, we got the Rebombs, and the PvE is still abysmal, and they did try to buff it a little bit during the reworks, but it wasn't enough to matter. And my fear is, with this class, like essentially my thinking is if it doesn't come out good right out of the gate, it's never going to get changed to become good in PVE. And right now, at least in this version of the class that I'm playing, and maybe we're a build or two behind, I don't know. <clears throat> maybe the one we get on Wednesday is going to be a little bit different. But right now the PVE does not feel good. It does not feel good at Gyphon. It doesn't feel good at Starzen. It doesn't feel good at Sakraya. Like, for whatever reason, despite the damage numbers that you see in each of the abilities that look like they're good, they, it just doesn't do very much damage. And then, on top of that, on Thursday, they buffed one ability in PvE, um, this ability called Omni Slash, Prime Omni Slash. Um, they buffed it a little bit. It's barely noticeable. And then they nerfed seven other abilities in PvE, even though its Jeez. PvE was already bad. So I, I, I just don't fully understand what's what the play is here. Maybe the like I can't believe they're releasing it so soon. Well, I mean soon by what standard? Because like we haven't gotten a new class since last July. Well, I mean like not in terms of that, in terms of like announcement, here it is. Alright, it's going in the game. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Sage launch. But yeah, I, I just so I want to be like positive about it and be like, well, it's going to get tweaks and stuff because they do always make changes, right? Like little things here and there. They bought, they sped up the whale skills on, um, on Corsair and then they buffed the damage of the whale skills on Corsair, but it, it never really, like even with those changes and, and the speed ups between connections, it never really got brought up to the level of feeling like really good. Like, oh yeah, I can main this class in PV and I'll be fine. Like all of those classes, if you play Suck Nova, Suck Corsair, and now even Suck Sage, if you play a different class, you're better off in PvE. Um, yeah. It feels, uh, I don't know. It, it's uh, kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah. Understandable. I mean, I'm looking at my Awakening Kuno where it's like, all right, for the last three years, I was just hoping they'd buff it, hoping they'd buff it, and then we got a whole rework, and it still is not good in PvE, so I'm just like, if it doesn't come out of the gate good, there's a good chance that it's never going to be good in PvE, and I, I think that that's, uh, a lot of people are bummed out about that. If their track record yeah. was like, yeah, if it starts out bad, they change it, then I think a lot of people would be hyped. Maybe the Awakening yeah. will be good, and because like with Sage and Nova, the Awakening is superb in PvE. It feels great. But um, Corsair in Awakening only feels okay in PvE, and then the successions just never got changed. 
Um, so I, I'm not really too sure. I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Any any thoughts on that? No, I mean I agree with you. It's it's really unfortunate with how they treat succession classes typically. You know, not every succession class is obviously being handled this way, but there is quite a few, like you mentioned. Well, remember, uh, remember when Suck Sage came out, or Suck uh, Nova came out? You, you, me, and Reslar, we had. I said, which one do you think, after one week of playing, is going to be better in PV, Awakening or Succession? And all of us were like Succession because at the time, Successions were the best kits in PV. Yeah. yeah, at the time, every Succession kit was better, and then it ended up being Awakening, and it never. That never changed. Never changed, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Succession just looks like it has a slow playstyle, you know? It's a tank. It's it's just, I don't know. Yeah, but, Ga but Gar has so Guardian has a stuff. slow playstyle, and Guardian is pretty good. Like, I'm not at, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, no one wants it, no one, all right, I, some people do, but no one is saying it needs to be the best class in PvE. I, people are like, dude, can it just be like Guardian level, or Suck Kuno level, yeah. or... It or just, awaken may well level. need to be a, at least a little bit closer. Yeah. In terms of performance, I mean. Yeah. I agree. I mean, we we've had this discussion many, many times because, you know, you've been frustrated with Kuno before reworks for forever and a day and PvE should be similar across the board and it's just not I mean, they did make a lot of a lot more classes, I think, closer to being average, but there's still some outliers that are like pulling like ridiculous numbers. And um, there's definitely some classes that are lagging behind, kits specifically, for the most part. Yeah. That are behind. Here's the thing. So uh, people are like, it'll be fine after you get used to it. Your rotations and add-ons might be scuffed. The class has only four abilities that hit hard. The, the other abilities, like, while I would love to be like, oh shit, maybe SF actually is really good and I just didn't notice it. But when you hit a mob with it and it takes 1-2% to 2 of their health and it's a really slow ability, like, all these other abilities are slow. So, the thing is, is like, while, yes, my maybe my add-ons and my skill rotation aren't perfect, I still have to hit a pack of mobs in Sakrae with 311 pen Blackstar with a pen Blackstar offhand with like almost the entire skill rotation and the time it takes here's how i know it's it's not it doesn't feel good because on a 260 ap kuno 260 260 because everyone's like oh well you don't have your awakening weapon so you're missing a lot of that ap so i went on live server dropped down to two i was like 256 or 253 or something and with no awakening weapon i just took it off of my suck kuno i can still get to the next pack before my nine second cooldown is off cooldown. Like as I'm pulling that, the pack, like that nine second cooldown still, I'm still like, I gotta wait like one second for it before I can use an ability. On this class, the hardest hitting ability, which you need for PVE is a 12 second cooldown. This shit has been off cooldown for a fucking minute when you get to the next class. I mean, sometimes you get to do the same ability and without being 250, with being 311, sometimes it like depending on I don't know, crits or setup or how the mobs got pulled. Sometimes you can even use the ability a second time in a pack of Sakura mobs. Yeah. So it's I like I mean the whole the whole awakening weapons missing and that's the reason. I mean, they obviously do adjustments 
um, until the awakening comes out so that the damage is similar. Obviously, you're missing the, you know, the gem slots, which do impact it, but it's minimal overall. The gem slots in Garma. Yeah. It's it's not a massive, massive difference like people suggest. Um, do I think it's bugged? I, I don't think it's bugged. So here's the thing. It's like, all right, you have two abilities that hit really hard in PvE. One of them is this SRMB ability. So you have to use another ability to do it first. So you, you ideally want to go E into SRMB. And SRMB is called, what is the scope called? I don't have the names memorized. Um, Blazing Strike. So if you go like E, uh, or after like uh, any other ability, you can use it. So F for the AP buff, E for that, and then um, like it, that skill hits pretty hard, and then Shift R and B also hits hard as along with the flow. But that's a 12 second cooldown, so even if the PvE gets improved or you perfect it, it's not going to be available for the next pack, at least like halfway through. Outside of those two abilities, Shift L and B, especially for the time it takes to cast it, doesn't do that much damage. Shift E, which is the one where it has like the inner circle explosion of lightning and then the outer explosion of fire. The weird thing about that is if a mob is inside, it only gets hit by the first part. If it's outside, it only gets hit by the second part. So like bigger mobs like Karuba or um, Elmer Malls, they'll get hit by both, but the smaller mobs don't. Plus, they nerfed that skill a lot on Thursday in PvE. Like a significant amount. Um, Sakraya's AP capped. No, it's not. Um, and then... Yeah, I don't know. And like Shift F feels good for the time it takes to cast because it's pretty instant. Um, so, I don't know. It's like there's not like a whole lot... The class isn't that complicated. It has 10 damage abilities. Five of them actually deal damage, and those are the ones you use in a rotation. And I've been playing BDL long enough to know, all right, before I start hitting the pack, I want to buff with the AP buff, get a DP debuff on them, and then hit them with my hard-hitting skills. Like, I, I can do that on any other class I hop on, even if I haven't been playing the class for a long time. How long do you think it's going to take me to hop on a, a suck sa or an Awakened Sage and deal damage to a pack of mobs? Like... Come on, man. It's not that I think hard. Do Kuno now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I get the concept of like buff yourself, debuff the mobs, deal your damage. That's that's it. It's not that like, all right, well, maybe if I practice for a few weeks, will I be able to optimize and improve over time? Sure. But is the kill speed still kind of on the low end? Yeah, it is. And then at a place like Orcs or a place that's actually uh, more tanky, dude, at Gyphon. Like at Gyphon, oh my god, dude. It, it felt horrible at Gyphon. Like it felt so bad at Gyphon. Like the time it takes me with a buff to kill a Gyphon mob at, on a Kuno with only 253 AP versus this at 311, it, it was almost one third the, the time it takes. Or like half. It was like close to half. It, it was pretty nuts. So why do I pull the same trash 281 Kuno and 306? Yeah, because because you're bad. I'm sorry to tell you, <laughs> you are just bad. Uh, all right. Um. Anyway, that's enough of the PV. Uh, PA. Just there's. I don't see any issue with making it feel really good at first, and then toning it back a little bit if it's too much. Because people are going to be discouraged if it's like, oh, okay, it doesn't feel good in PV. I guarantee you, everyone's going to hop in. And it's not going to feel good at all. Like it, 
it's gonna they're gonna hop on it and be like, eh, this doesn't feel good. Off just as quickly. Yeah, I think I think that approach. I mean, make it stronger initially. Obviously, that's typically what is done with not not specifically this game, but like other games. Usually, they introduce a new character. It's really strong, and then they nerf it down because they want to get everyone hyped about it. It's worse if you do it the opposite way, where it's weaker in the beginning, and then you up it. People just aren't encouraged to try it necessarily that way. They'll try it if it's really strong in the get-go. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather bitch about it being too strong and getting it nerfed down and balanced and whatnot than... Uh, it being like too weak that anyone wants to enjoy the class because that's just not good for the player base. Um, do you guys see this class being good in large scale and or 1v1? I think it's going to be based on what you said about the catches, only a few good catches. It's probably not going to be that strong in 1v1. But it will be very trade heavy, so I guess it depends on how the damage feels against, like, say, class like mine, where I'm trying to use my positioning advantage. You know, they mm. have some decent mobility, so it'd be something I have to feel out. You know, right? Like when I first fought against Guardians, the uh, the AOE ranges was just like baffling. You know, like it was like, what the fuck is this? Like. Feel like I'm so far away, and then I'm still getting hit by this fucking AOE. <laughs> Shit ain't right. But obviously, I've gotten accustomed to that nowadays, so it's not as big a deal. Um, so I don't know. It really depends. It doesn't sound like it's going to be all that amazing in one v one, though. No grab yet, which were um, probably a good assumption. The Awakening will, and then. Uh, not very many catch options, trade damage. A lot of classes do a lot of trade damage now. DK would probably destroy it. Sork's probably going to destroy it. Zerger's probably not going to even know what's there. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, because they're just zipping by. They don't even have to look at players. Yeah, well, that too, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I could see it being decent in 1v1. I guess it depends on if the bombs give it an additional catch or not. I could see it being decent in 1v1, potentially. But it, it the fights will definitely be longer. And the yeah. mobility does feel really good, and you can basically chain it together forever in a way where it's like you're either protected and moving or you've disengaged a distance enough to buy you at least a couple of seconds. Um, obviously like a, a suck zerker or a suck kuno might still be able to just stay on you or like depending on the range of classes if they have range poke but um, yeah I think the only my only real concern is actually like catching someone in a CC yeah definitely has a bruiser mentality to it I mean with the heal potential so yeah the large scale part, though, I mean, with how Succession looks now, depending on how the damage ends up being, and if we take out damage being looking rough right now out of the equation, say we assume the damage is similar to how Guardians is, then I think it might be a decent class, decent-ish for large scale. 
How does the um the debuff removal work with the ion gauge? So here's the thing. And I haven't actually tested it with allies, but the way it's worded, and maybe someone else has tested further to get like the reality of this. I, I don't know. But the way it seems to work is so here here's the wording on the tooltip. So it says nullifies movement attack casting speed reduction on nearby allies when charging ions with the following skills. Also nullifies movement attack and cast speed reduction effects on self and stockpiles additional ions when nullifying these effects with the following skills. And it has a list of abilities. The weird thing is like those are all prime abilities. Then at the bottom it says when using succession skills, it only nullifies movement attack cast speed reduction effects for yourself. Interesting. So I, I'm not sure how it works for allies. I haven't had a chance to test it, but basically on yourself, like you essentially negate slow debuffs all the time unless the skill has already like been cast and you're hit by it. But you basically can remove it from yourself over and over again. Wow. Does it affect only movement speed or is it attack speed as well? No, it's everything. Attack, cast, and move. Wow. Yeah, so like when I was getting hit by the slow towers, yeah, not add-ons though. It's only skill effects. Um, oh, okay, so add-on add slows still affect her and don't get removed. But yeah, when I was getting hit by like the the slow tower in Sakrea, like literally everything I did could just basically remove, remove it. it like right away. Yeah, and like when you're charging up one of the abilities, it's like and it re-slows you in the middle of the charge. It removes it like a second after. Wow. So yeah, it's well, pretty. It's pretty crazy. Um. If that happens to work for parties like that, that's extremely strong. Yeah, it'd be pretty nice. Um, <laughs> I don't know about nice. Well, I, I don't know why, why wouldn't it be nice for you to like, like let's say you go in as a Musa or Maywa and you have a, an ally oh, yeah, Kanye there. Yeah. 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 On my 3v3 team, I'm filling that roster slot right Yeah, now. dude. I mean, yeah, your Draconia might not catch anybody, but it's going to keep the slows off you, and it's going to be a nuisance. It's going to well, be there could, throwing chip. It, it could act as a zoner, you know, with the AoE damage, the chip damage, the heavy hits and stuff. And then I play around the zone and, you know, get the, the slows removed off me constantly so I can keep pressure up, and I can be the kill potential, you know? Yeah. That kind of concept. And then have one one grab bot, you know? Dude, these trolls are scary. They look scary. Is that the 310 spot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, class looks pretty interesting. Um, that mechanic sounds really strong. Just depends on how it works in parties. Parties and raids, specifically. Um, and we'll just honestly have to see the numbers when they ship it to live on how it actually feels because global labs is just so awful to test with it's not trustworthy it, you you rely on it to give you a general idea but at the same time it's just like not trustworthy yeah yeah i'm curious too how how um i'm curious too like what the day one patch was is going to be because I remember when the GMs and CMs were demoing Corsair for us in those streams. I don't know if you guys remember this, but they kept saying that they're on an older build. Yeah. Which Did they I, didn't say that this time? They didn't mention that, but I, I have a feeling it is. 
Because like, be. for example, some of those changes that we got on Thursday after only having the class for a couple of days was like, like I, no, I don't think anyone was complaining that its PVE was too good. So it seemed odd to nerf its PVE a bunch of times. Um, yeah. So it must have been, Armin's yeah, fault. like, no, I think the build was already set. Or like that was already about to happen, but we happened to get her before it released. Armin just doesn't want any more competition with his ninja. Is that what it is? Yeah. His ninja's he was telling me the other day he's he's pulling like 28k at orcs and whatnot now, you know? Mm-hmm. Top tier fucking class, man. They need to nerf that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, could you guys see this being uh replacing like Suck Zerk Musa meta out of the battlefield? No. Uh, I think when it comes to like the bladers, we have too much mobility probably. So we can in and out playstyle a lot better probably. Especially yeah, after seeing those not. stamina changes. <clears throat> stamina changes look like it hit it hit that class pretty hard. I mean, I think the stamina changes are fine. They don't feel that bad. The only one that's like you worry about in the, probably for any class is like the iframe cooldown got increased. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's always nice to have a lower cooldown iframe, but it got increased, so it's three seconds instead of two. That's pretty rough. At one second, potentially, the world. could be. You can reposition like a pretty good amount on the class, though, so we'll see how it ends up. Like, that's the thing is, like, I really want to see what it's like to fight other people. Yeah, that's that's what I that's ultimately what's going to give me my my true feel about the class am i gonna get face rolled by this fucking new class or what like come on yeah well that's the other thing too is like when you look at some of the other classes mobility and their stamina consumption that then if you it depends how you look at it like isolate i'm like okay the stamina nerfs make sense and then when i'm like but only if they're going to address like Sakuno stamina and suck Zerker stamina. Zerker, yeah. And if they're never going to, then the stamina nerfs don't actually make sense. If they want classes to be able to move freely basically forever, it, it's odd to change the stamina on, on a couple classes and not the others. So I don't, yeah, I guess like if you, depends how you look at it on how you want to take the stamina nerfs. Yep. I mean, that's that's really all there is to her right now. I think, right? We yeah, she's coming on. She's coming on Wednesday. Are you guys? The are you guys surprised it doesn't have a grab? No. The last. Nah, uh, I think. I think the awakening will. The last two classes didn't have a grab in succession. Yeah, I think the awakening will. I think that's kind of why I'm a bit surprised, though, because I was like, I think we're due, and then this one doesn't have one either. I'm like, oh, okay. Like when they uh, when they pull out the origami dragon claws. Hell yeah, dude! You're gonna get grabbed by that for sure. The Somebody origami dragon claws. Oh. Either that or the dragonborn. Dude, in the comment section, a lot of people like the Dragonborn idea. Yeah. They miss the days when Bethesda made good games. True. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not as convinced as you guys that a guarantee will have a grab, but um, I'm not convinced I mean, either. There's a I think chance. It's pretty there's, baseless. Yeah, there's always a chance. I, I I say it's like fifty fifty. Like you might have a grab, might not. I don't I don't know. If it doesn't have a grab, it's gonna have a lot more mobility. That's the only thing I could see. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe we're thinking about it wrong though. Maybe this is not the tank. Maybe the tank is going to be the awakening when it gets like a giant dragon scale shield or some bullshit. It's a reverse Nova. Yeah. Yeah. You can see that, I guess. So I think everybody kind of. I think everybody kind of looks at this spec as like the the bruiserish spec, right? And they're kind of expecting. I think, yeah. rightfully so, myself included, that the Awakening is going to be a bit like lighter, like faster, maybe more damage heavy, like you know, squishier. But maybe that's not the case. Maybe it'll be, maybe it'll actually be. You have, can be a bruiser, or you can be like a fucking tank or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, well, two shields, double double wield shields. Double I mean, shield. That isn't that what you've always wanted, Rez? Yeah, I'd be down with that. Bash there, you in the face. Is there actually a class in any game like MMO that has two shields? Is that a thing? Mm, I feel like that seems so goofy. So. But like you can have it be a Shivana type thing. You know how Shivana's gauntlets make the mouth of a dragon? True. Yeah. Did I there was part of me that was like, dude, imagine if her awakening was literally just another slayer in her awakening slot and she just held two of them. <laughs> Dual wield. It's great such, swords. It's actually such a cool looking sword. I love how the sword looks. It does look pretty badass. You say Goofy to all 100 pound swords smacks you. Hammer class win. Um... Yeah, I don't know. She's uh, I, I the thing is, is like the doors open for them to basically do anything, right? It's like okay, she has lightning element, fire element, dragon. She's melee. She has a sword. Like I don't know. You can literally, based on the way they do classes, you could do anything off of that. True. There's a lot of uh, a lot of potential. Maybe it ends up being a fucking range class that shoots fire and lightning, or shouts. And then wizards and witches get even more butt hurt. Dragonborn shouts. You can get knocked on your ass from fucking fifty feet away. <laughs> I don't. I, I've actually seen this a couple times. J hammer class. J hammer. It just class. has a giant J hammer. Oh my god! I'm just curious how many variations of sword are we gonna get? You know. Yeah. Do kind of a yeah. lot. Yeah, when are they gonna bring out that fucking great hammer? You know, bring out a hammer, right? They, like I don't know. I mean, hell, they they went to the extent of bringing out basically a gun, the harpoon gun. Like, mm -hmm. like why don't hammer? why not why not another pole arm? We only have one pole arm, and it's Musa, which is you know five years old at this point. Bring out another yeah. pole arm. 
Wait, Spirit, well, Spear isn't technically a full arm, yeah. Musa Mewa, and you also kind of have um, uh, what's it called? Valkyrie. No, no, um, well, because Valkyrie holds hers with one hand, right? So it's like a little different. You have a uh, hash is kind of similar thing. They just put a blade on the bottom half too. Oh yeah, I guess that is kind That's of a full arm, isn't yeah. it? I don't know yeah, if there's okay. anything unique. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think if there's actually like a hammer is the only thing I can think of. They actually haven't done a hammer at all. It's like the only real, unless they just well, invent a new weapon. Type. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I understand people are gonna say, but Awaken Ranger and Lawn, but I don't know. I still think, like, just re like assassin dual blades. I don't know. Not like fancy, like two swords and one of them is a dagger, or like these like Kratos weapons. But I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Just a whole second greatsword. She's holding two of them. How cool would that look? That would look very goofy. It would look so cool. What? I would only be down for that if every single one of her abilities was a variation of her spinning in a circle. They just go. They just go the guts route, and it's an even bigger greatsword. <laughs> Dude, that's what it is. She smacks two of her swords together to make one big sword. I'm down to that. Even I'm more down. great. I mean, if you think about it, there's actually some precedent for that, right? Because you have Guardian, which is small axe, main hand, big axe, awakening. So maybe Draconia will be medium sized sword, main hand, giganto, enormous sword, awakening. Yeah. I'm really curious yeah, what the day one patch is going to be like. I it's always fun to like look and see like all right, what did they actually change from last week to this week? I'm looking forward to when Draconia comes out and we can get the uh, art team back to work on balance patches. Those are done for the year. You think we need more balance patches? Come on, man. Yeah, Something yeah, absurd. yeah, I do. Despite what everyone constantly says, I'm very tired of Sucksucker being as strong as it is. Do you, do you guys think, sorry to bring it back to Draconia, but do you, are you guys annoyed like I am and most of the community is about the class releasing without rebombs? Yeah. That is weird. I, I kind of understand the C skills to an extent, because you don't want to give away anything that might hint towards what the Awakening is. I, I kind of understand that, but not having Rebombs feels like... Awful. Yeah, it feels like why? It feels like just you're being lazy. Yeah, I, I don't like it either, because he, they give you this class, right? Like, let, let's say from the people that are supposed to be testing it and giving feedback. Because they are asking for feedback. Now, I don't know how much of the feedback they're using, but they're asking for feedback. And I was using this as an example. It's like, well, with Corsair, I had all this feedback that I felt like was really cool and these cool ideas. I'm like, yeah, it's missing this. It's missing that. Like, this would be helpful. This might be a little strong. This feels good so far. And then it was like, oh, and here's the Rebombs. And it turned everything over its head. No, no, not the Awakening. The Rebombs. Oh. Yeah, the rebombs, and then it's like, well, because of these rebombs, like all that feedback was useless because now this completely changes the protection of the class, and it's like escapability. So that's how I feel with this. It's like 
how am I supposed to give proper feedback knowing six optional skills are not available? And that could completely change the dynamic of the class. Like, imagine Ninja Kuno without, um, like, imagine Kuno right now, like, without any of its rebombs. Like, what? Like, it, it wouldn't have sinew cut. It doesn't have, like, the disengage or, or an iframe that you'd use. Or if you look at, like, um, Sork without eruption or ignition. Or, sorry, not eruption. Um, engulfing shadow or ignition. Like, what? That class is, like, super weird without rebombs. Like, how are you supposed to make judgments on it without the rebombs? And even the C skills, while I do, I do kind of agree, Rez, like in theory, but if I look at like the C skills on Sage and Nova and um, Sage, Nova, Hash, and Corsair, like the C skills, I don't even, there's no way you could guess what the hell the Awakening would be by looking at those C skills if you saw them first. There's like no way. Like, look at binding spirals on on yeah. Suck hash. It, like that's not that doesn't even it's not even an ability. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it it would be less that you would know what the awakening is, and just that you would know loosely what two of the abilities are kind of like. I mean, I know there are some examples where it's completely different, like <laughs> hash. But well, specifically on the newer classes, they're almost in, all entirely different. Like the only one that's kind of close, I... I guess, is Riftstorm. Like, but even Riftstorm doesn't feel at all like the Suck version on Sage. You played Sage for a little bit. Did you play Suck Sage at all? I have never touched that fucking class in my life. Okay, so Suck Sage Riftstorm is like basically like their Ator's energy. You know, the AOE just like explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what the Riftstorm is like in succession. Whereas, like, it's like these lightning strikes that come down in an AOE. So it's like kind of. The same in theory but visually it's like different i don't know i'm just saying but like they, they the, could make it different enough correct me if i'm wrong because again i've never played that class but isn't the other c skill literally just awaken sages shift e the little like alpha strike no it's, that her, they it's do? their it's their um what is it forward f oh forward f yeah the one okay, that like dashes you through yeah yeah but yeah. like a shit version of forward f it's like Ford F, but dog shit. <laughs> dude, can you like, dude? You know how much of a boost that would be to Sage. How much Sages would love that if, if the Ford, if that uh, uh C skill worked the same way as Ford F. Oh, Why God. is it worse? Like, how is it different? So Ford F, if I'm not mistaken, Ford F. I think I have the keybind right. Ford F is the one where you teleport through the enemy, right, and it turns your camera. Yeah, it forcibly yeah. turns your camera, and everyone who uses it for the first time is like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it throws you way off. So, the reason it's way worse is one, you can only use it once. Two, it doesn't do any damage. And three, it is way, way slower. Like, way slower. Like, so much slower, it feels horrible. Interesting. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, this is 311 Pen Black Star. So, I don't know. Yeah, in, in, regardless, uh, at least the Rebombs, I feel like, should come out of launch. Maybe they'll be, they'll probably release the Rebombs, like, in two weeks. My fear is with the C-Skills is, like, they said they're going to take a long time for Awakening. So, we're probably not going to have C-Skills for at least a month, right? Oof. At least. Yeah, that's like, it, they didn't say Corsair was going to take a long time, and that shit took six weeks. Yeah, that took a long time. You were getting frustrated with that. 
Yeah, I like couldn't believe it. And this is probably going to take longer than that, if I had to guess. Based on what they said. So, I don't know. Kind of sucks. Makes it hard to get feedback when I know... Very uh, little about what's to come. Yeah, some abilities are pretty significant. Um... But that's that's the thing. It's like you know what you know what makes it go by fast if your PVE feels really good the yeah. whole time. But if you're sitting there like, man, I'm waiting for awakening because this PVE sucks and I want my PVE to be good, that that eight week wait is gonna feel horrible. Yup. Anyway, um, trying to think if there's anything else to talk about with her. Uh, let's see. She's got cool lore. Do you guys like her lore? I actually don't know anything about her lore. Besides the cinematic trailer that they gave. Yeah, she's, uh... uh it's basically, there's two dragons that have been fighting forever, and one of them is the one that gives Guardian her power, and the other one gives Draconia her power, right? Uh, apparently the dragons are actually their parents. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like it, the dragon uh, is her dad. Either way, yeah, so it's basically like race war. Yeah. Now I am so curious what the what their bombs will be too. I hate this part. I hate this waiting game. Damn it, man. Um, so we, got, so we got some racist ass classes. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, yikes. <laughs> she is fun. It, it's so weird because she is like her skill of her skills and her combo skills and stuff are pretty slow, but it still feels pretty fun. And maybe just because the movement still feels decent, she feels fun. Yeah. But her animations are so cool, man. How many times did you find yourself spamming the 100 or 200%? Dude, the 100 and the 200 are both incredible. The 100 doesn't no longer kills a pack of mobs. They nerfed it enough that it doesn't kill a pack of mobs anymore. It's just sad. Even at Star Zone, it doesn't. That is sad. Yeah. Most 100s, even on the average class, still kind of do. Or 200 does, though, I think. Let's see. Well, fucking better. 200%. <laughs> yeah, the 200 still will kill a pack. Um, what is the cooldown on her flight ability? Technically, if you're talking about like the space bar when you jump, you can do it anytime you want. But it's only protected once every like, what is it like six seconds or something like that? That hasn't. Right. That one has an eight second cooldown. Eight seconds. Okay. Yeah. But wait, it's, you you can spam it. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like jump space, jump space, kind of similar to Sork, but it goes further. Actually, it's a lot more similar to Corsair. How Corsair jump in Awakening. Yeah. The jump spaces, but it goes pretty far, and if you press L and B after it, it takes you even further with a little like slash hit. Yeah. 
interesting. Yeah. That'll be exciting to see in less than a week. Yeah, it'll be fun to fight against it and to fight with it against other classes. I'm hoping, Nash, you don't get any gear gain so I could kill you standing up when we test it out. Oh, please, no. I'm I'm going to hit uh, C13 literally today on my bags, and I am going to be trying to hit that C13 on Ergens as soon as possible, I think. I don't know. Either that or I uh, just save up for the fucking ogre. It's one of the two options. Maybe just start saving for the ogre because that's going to feel like harder to do. Do that yeah, now while you have the motivation. Yeah. And maybe I can make use of orcs a little bit longer before they nerf the uh, spirit. Yeah, I wonder when we're getting that. Hopefully not this fucking Wednesday. Um, is there anything else about the class you guys want to talk about? I guess we need to wait until everyone's tried it. it. Are you guys gonna? Are you gonna play it on seasons, Rez? Yeah, yeah, always do. I'll I'll, I'll play it on seasons probably. You don't just I'll play make a. Uh... You make a what? No, I was gonna say I I always make a new class for the season, and then when they let you like transfer your season status, I transfer it to a class and go do pot grind on that. Oh yeah. How is your pot grind coming? Uh I haven't done it because I didn't do it this past season because after I got literally two shots standing up by a Maywa on like the third day of seasons, I was like, yeah, no, I think I'm good. So I literally just did not participate in seasons this this uh this season. Wait, context. When was that July? This was or like right July, after the January. reworks. So basically December, January. Gotcha. Yeah. I was I was on striker. I had full Pentuvala as well as full try Asula to try and be a little bit tankier. And I got two shots standing up by Maywa. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do seasons this time. Yeah, hopefully they look at Maywa's. Hey, hey. Huh? None of that shit. <laughs> None of that shit. They already nerfed us. It was enough. Yeah, the pulling is, it's what I use this Ford RMB for pulling it. And uh, like some people are curious, like, how does she pull mobs? I, in the video, it looks like they use SE for pulling, but SE is kind of bad for pulling. I, I actually don't like it. The, the dragon thing that falls from the sky. I don't yeah. really like that skill for pulling that much, honestly. Um, I don't know, I kind of prefer basically uh, her forward RMB, any of her charge abilities have a um, kind of like a, a, a pulling mechanic where it's like the AOE on it is so big during the charge that it pokes the mobs and Just draws mix. aggro. Yeah. yeah. That's good at least. Yeah, so you could you could do that for pulling. It is storming over here. Is it? Yeah, it's going crazy outside. So I'm like, I'm trying to see if I can improve this, you know, because like the thing is, this, again, this class doesn't have that many abilities. I actually, she feels like she has very few flows. 
She has flow like a lot of cool flows in her movement, but not really in her actual kit. She only has two flow abilities. One of them you'll probably never use because it's on a skill that you'll never use, and then the other one you basically always use every time you use the skill. Yeah. Yeah, that's the high damage one, right? Yeah, the high damage one. That's the thing that's crazy. So that that skill has a little bit of range on it. Like you can range poke with that ability from the flow. Um I'm trying to think of like a skill that's comparable range. Um hmm. Maybe like uh maybe like lunatic discus, maybe further. Let me see. Let me see if it hits this mob. From here oh yeah no it's definitely further than that it's it's pretty yeah maybe like ancient wave kind of reminds me of like the ancient wave from is this uh succession ancient wave further or is it the exact same uh i think it's a little bit further pretty confident it's a little bit further if it is further it feels like ancient wave distance actually yeah so you could kind of throw that range poke in there if you wanted yeah, it's maybe like 20% further, I would say. Okay. Um, all right, let's talk about uh G-Labs. Just a couple couple little things. Real quick, let me pull it up. Oh, is there actually some worthwhile changes on Global Labs? Well, they added uh Calfion Hadoom. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Sorry, all that got overshadowed by the new class. Yeah, no, no, for sure, it did. Let me pull this up. Dun 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 dun. Uh, all right, so they added the new the new quest line for Balanos with full voice acting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, for Balanos, while simultaneously adding the new quest line that starts in Dregan and goes through the winter area. I was told, I haven't tested this myself, but I was told that if you do the winter version of the quest line, and maybe Balanos has changed now too, I don't know, but that the winter version of the quest line gives way more skill points than before, than the old quest line. So if you're starting out a new class and you do that version, you get a lot of starting skill points. I believe Zethian said, I, I, I want to say the number, but it sounds fake. But I'm pretty sure he said it gives like 700 skill points, so that the soft what? the soft cap is closer to 2k than 1.5. Wow, insane. Mm-hmm. If that ends up being true, I really hope they do that for the other version as well. Because like the skill point grind is so tedious. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But it sounds like you want to save those quests for after when you get to the soft cap, right? Yeah, I mean, well, now it really doesn't matter, right? Like you can just, because that would mean the soft cap is 2K. So it's like at 2K, you could basically, oh, like yeah. most classes can just use everything. Um, So there's that, that's kind of cool. I haven't tested that myself. Right now, Calpheon Elvia, here's what they say, the realm of Calpheon Elvia introduced to Calpheon episode 2 will be revealed one at a time starting the Quint Hill this week. It will be applied to the official server after all hunting grounds are revealed. Hadoom, uh, who consumed Serendia, summoned a black sun blazing with energy of cursed destruction to Calpheon area. As Elvia's realm was activated in Calpheon, the affected monsters became much more ferocious and powerful. In the realm of Calpheon Elvia, various effects occur according to the changing weather due to the darkness of the black sun. We're preparing 
uh, to add newness to the battle. So right now it's just newness. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's just orc or uh, not orcs. Uh, the trolls. That's the only trolls. thing that's on there. And I believe they're going to release one at a time each week for the next five weeks, is my guess. And then we'll get it probably a couple weeks after that. So my cool. guess is Calpheon Hadoom mid-May. Um, let's see, recommended attack. So this place is 310 AP, 400 DP, they recommend. The trolls of Quint Hill are absorbed into nature and are in a petrified state that cannot be attacked. And only some trolls wake up, protect the surroundings of the ancient trolls with ancient powers. Defeating all the trolls, guarding the ancient troll, will awaken the ancient troll from the petrified state. The ancient troll can overcome death once by consuming the strength uh, accumulated over a long period of time and will exert powerful resilience. When the ancient troll overcomes death, the surrounding petrified trolls wake up in response to their powerful vitality. Petrified troll's shaman loses his accumulated health and cannot be awakened, and when destroyed, explodes with an area of ener energy that transforms nearby trolls into an attackable petrified state. So, when I was fighting the one troll, each of their skills, so my character has 404 DP, each of the skills hit me for about 15 to 20% health, and then the little spin thing, like, actually would kill me when it, like, dances around, and then when it woke up, like, six or seven trolls, I just ran, because I assumed I was gonna die. <laughs> so, I don't know, I don't know how hard those are to fight with full gear, maybe it's not so bad, but at first, that shit was, uh, I was like, no, if one troll can kill me, I'm not fighting seven trolls right now in Draconia. Uh, I'll try this later. I want to lose all my crystals. But the area is cool. It gives me a little bit of a vibe of fighting Bams and Terra. The big old monsters that you fight like one at a time. Um, yeah. I liked it. Uh, so anyway, the area seems cool. I guess it's going to be coming in May. Um, Elixir cooldown reduced to one second for quality of life that stuff. That one's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, bartering parlay improvements. I saw some people saying that basically is nothing. I don't know much about bartering, bartering, but I imagine this isn't really that helpful. Maybe it is. I, I don't know. Some people said it's not. Like Master 21, the reduction, um, I, I don't know. It's it, like the number seems like it's barely anything. Maybe it adds up over time. I don't know. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? Big. I don't think so. I think that's kind of it. Pretty easy section. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But Calpheon Hadoom is coming. The quest changes are actually exciting. Uh, are you guys... I assume you guys are probably going to start your quest line in the winter region, right? With the new oh, yeah. characters? Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. It would be funny if it wasn't well thought out and like at level one, it just sends you to a monster zone that requires 250 AP and you just die yeah. over and over. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, Nayashi, you want to you wanna kind of explain the down smash thing you were talking about? The so, down smash well, bug, what the issue is with it? Yeah, I told Katsura I'd bring it up today. Let me pull up his videos to kind of give you a visual of the situation. So, wait, where's this? This is the old system.
So basically, this issue is stemming from um, Ketsuro doing testing on. He noticed that his uh, particular CC that he uses regularly in combos was noticing a, a weird behavior where it was down smashing when it should be doing a KD. Now, it does have a down smash built into it. Um, so if a KD was resisted, that would uh, make sense if the down smash was happening. But the problem is he has like 50 plus ignore for bound and KDs. And he did some sample testing. Um, one video is like 100. Um, one is a lot less than that, like only 14 tests. But I told him to do a bigger sample size. And um, basically, I was trying to work with him on the issue because I thought it was mostly just his innate 20% resistance that uh, characters used to have um, that was causing this situation to happen where on a small sample size, basically, he would get the resistance on the KD and then the down smash would happen because of the resistance. But he proves in his video that he can do a bound 100% of the time because of his ignore with how the new CC or the new resist system works. And um, basically, his uh, KD is not being 100%. The down smash seems to be happening, taking priority. So the 30% chance for a down smash, which is natural for normal down smashes, unless it's a pet, which pets, that's a different topic. But um, down smash, the normal chance is a 30% chance for a down smash to happen. Um, but his KD should be taking priority, especially since he has 50 ignore, and he should be basically able to continually KD his opponent. But 30% of the time, a down smash is happening. So it's a little weird. We need more testing because um, it doesn't seem to happen when a skill is like a core skill. Um, so if a core, like a skill that has a down smash built into it, but you select a core that has a CC, a hard CC on it, like a KD, it doesn't seem to have that same issue. But a skill that's naturally set up with a hard CC and a down smash, it seems to happen. An example is Frostflower for Mewa. Um, it seems to happen with that skill. Um, Dash Slash with Musa, it seems to happen with that skill. Where if you have enough ignore to counteract your opponent's resistances, occasionally the down smash will take effect rather than just always doing the hard CC. So that's pretty much the issue. Um, so yeah, it seems to be a bug. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought that there was like an innate 20% resistance, but apparently that hasn't been a thing for a while since they did this change in December. Um, so essentially, like, if the down smash only does the proc attempt after a CC fails, is how you it I should work, it right? I always perceived it to be that way, yeah. Right, but down smash is seem to take priority sometimes. Yeah, with certain types of skills. Skills that have them built into it as the part of, like, the hard CC and the down smash as a part of the natural part of the skill. Yeah. The core skills, it seems to prioritize the core feature the hard CC and the uh, down smash becomes the secondary. 
with how it's, I basically I'm kind of perceiving it like it's probably coded weird, where basically the down smash is checked first, and then the hard CC is being checked. Yeah, and that's what's causing this issue. I don't know. It's it's interesting. More testing needs to be done, but it appears to be happening with natural skills and core skills. It doesn't seem to happen with, so it seems to be a some sort of a bug or a design difference for some reason. Yeah. I mean, what, how did you always, uh, how did you perceive that this feature should function? Um, I mean, I Do would you... just feel blessed that some of my skills have a KD and a down smash. So I got to attempt, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess like, yeah, if, cause you're looking for, I mean, it, it depends, right? Because if you have, some CCs are, I mean, what is the length, what's the duration of a down smash compared to a bound? Smash, like Cause, a second. Because I and guess a, you could make an argument if the bound is worse than a down smash that maybe you'd want the down smash, but basically for everything else, you you would only want the down smash if a CC didn't land. Yeah, so. I mean, this isn't necessarily about what's what's better for a situation because you can make the argument that down, getting two down smashes is going to help you reset your combo completely. So that would obviously be good for a long, elongated combo, but like that, that's not even really what it's about. It's, it's mostly about like, this doesn't feel like it's intended. Right. It, it doesn't seem proper. I don't remember skills in the past doing that there again. I don't really, I don't have the old live to be able to test with obviously. Um, so I can't exactly, experiment with it to see how the system actually was previously but it's a behavior that's that's different from what i would expect um from the cc system like smashes taking priority over a hard cc doesn't seem right so when you go to go to do a combo that you're anticipating a hard cc you know taking yeah. effect and then a smash comes in that'll screw up your combo if you're not prepared for it obviously right, right, with right. practice you can notice the difference and then you know uh, react accordingly but i don't know it just seems weird needs to be looked into further so reduce the cost to chase the stamina and all as well yeah actually i think if they do that i'll leave this one alone you know <laughs> Uh okay cool so uh PA take note down smashes after the CC attempt right not instead of basically it's I mean that's how it should be if the hard CC gets resisted then down smash should take effect that would be fine yeah I don't have um, any feedback from chat on that. Um, Smash says I still don't have my compensation buffs. Sage missing iframe <laughs> says sounds like he has bad RNG. Vince Valor says it happens with Spiral Cannon. If uh, it has KD and Down Smash chance, the Down Smash is not secondary like people assume. There's always a chance for its proc. Spiral Cannon's another example. And then S Smash said I am smoosh. So. I am smoosh. <laughs> Wait, isn't Spiral Cannon uh, the hard CC is, a, is the core? 
No, no, the core gives it super armor. Uh, okay. So yeah, that would be another example. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's always been that way. It's just Frostfly is a relatively new skill, and I never really noticed that interaction before. So that's why I'm curious. Maybe yeah. for skills that have existed prior to the CC change, if that's how the behavior was, then I guess that's how it is. But it doesn't seem like the behavior's correct. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. I guess uh, comments. Let's see what people are uh, saying about Draconian and shit. Yo. What's up? I think there was a lot of comments about uh, the Awakening. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah people thinking about like what the Awakening is going to be. Everybody theory crafting. Yeah. Yeah. What? what not, not weapon, but what style... Res, would the awakening have to be to make you feel like, dude, I, I actually might main that class or at least tag it and play it mostly? Is there uh, a... Well, I kind of said it last week, right? I kind of want something uh, similar to like Suck Berserker, kind of like Feral, uh, I don't know, something. I think and something like that would be fun. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I just think uh... <sighs> they don't really do this. Like, they don't really have this philosophy, but if you have the kind of base idea in your head that, you know, an awakening in a, can kind of be the opposite of a main hand to allow for two very different play styles for two very different players, um, then it makes sense to me that this, uh, this succession is very, like, knightly, right? You have the, the fancy helmet and the big sword and, like, all this, that, and the other. Um, all of the animations for the attacks are very, um, like, I don't know. I don't know what word to use. I guess, like, deliberate, I guess, in terms of, like, what the what they're going for in the animation. Compared to something like Suck Berserker, which is just, like, fucking chaos. It's a goddamn animal. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I kind of like chaos i kind of like the the animal aspect of uh suck berserker and I, i'd like to see more classes have that because i think that that's something that we don't have a lot of i think awakened striker has a little bit of that i think suck berserker is that entirely and i think that's pretty much it in all honesty and so i think it'd be cool to have a, a female class kind of be able to do that as well right rage so, out yeah so you're okay with shivana awakening I would be 100% down with Shivana Awakening. 100%. That, is, that, is, that is literally what he's asking for. Yeah, I mean, I, I said last week that I want something kind of feral. I think dual claws would be cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. They can recycle a lot of animations from Striker. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be very interested in that, personally. Yeah. Guys, could you imagine trying to dodge a fucking ranged like fireball attack from that from the Shivana style awakening? Well, technically speaking, Draconia right now has that. It just it comes from the sky instead of from Draconia, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. I would like I would like the ice skin of Shivana as the awakening. Thank you. That'd be pretty <laughs> cool actually, especially with winter region. <laughs> 
with winter region. Yeah, true. Chat says nunchucks. Nunchucks. God. Yeah, I doubt that. But yeah, that's what I would like to see. Um, and I think that would serve as a good foil to the kind of like knightly design of the main hand. But they don't always do opposites like that. So who knows? Nah. I just can't. Hammer. I just, I really, you know what it really is? Hmm. I really see. I really want there to be an unrefined female class in this game. They're also like refined and like Arr. supermodels and pre prim and proper. Even Guardian, which is like the berser female berserker, is like she wears like dresses and shit and always in high heels, which I understand that the female models are literally made with heels, which is a goddamn shame. Um but yeah, I don't know. I just I'd really like a, a female class that's not goddamn uh so boring. I don't know. Do you feel you feel like Guardian you, you want, is refined? You wanna... I feel like Guardian is what now, sorry? Refined. Uh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Resler just wants a little bit more personality, you know? I think her her succession is probably the closest we have to Kind of an unrefined fighting style from a, a female class. Yeah, he wants because her her succession a female, is a female. Her succession, him. her succession is very much just like swinging her axe and shield all over the place and being wild. But it's still like I don't know. It's not. It's just not there. It's just not there. It's not suck berserker. It's not awakened striker. And that's what I'm really looking for. But probably won't get it because Koreans have this thing about all their women have to be supermodels. It's weird. Very strange. Very bizarre. I mean, that's why they, you literally can't have a female skin without heels because they literally made females with built-in heels into their bone structure because that's how they prefer their, their women to look like in their in their media. She should use dual shies. What about dual shies as weapons? Dual shies. I still maintain I should be able to load a shy into my cannon and shoot it at the enemy team. Now, didn't didn't you have an idea last week, Rez, where you had a shy sitting on your back for as a uh, um, giving shy more uh, PvP potential? Why not? They could just like piggyback ride on you and the user abilities on you kind of like a yumi I would only be okay with that being a thing if the animation for that is literally the fusion ha from dragon ball z <laughs> people really want shy as a weapon all right let's do comments I don't see why. Listen, I think it would be perfectly fun and balanced if I was able to shoot shies out of my arm cannon. That's all I'm saying. I feel like this is a human rights violation. Shies are people too, you know. Just talking about using. That's what you know. What we really need for a siege weapon: a catapult, which can launch players over walls. <laughs> yeah. Well, you saw that that Throne and Liberty trailer. Or like the big boulder dudes are holding up a rock full of players. I have no idea what you're referring to. I'm sorry. Oh, there's a new game coming out that's, I guess, technically a sequel to Lineage. But um, they show like siege castles because that's what everyone 
everyone thinks that everyone just wants sieges. Um, and them breaking down the castle, they're like literally this giant, like a giant stone monster walking, holding up a giant boulder. And on top of the boulder is like a bunch of players so they could get on top of the castle walls. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, I think people do want sieges. I just think that the sieges in this game specifically are really fucking awful. Yeah, I just think sieges are awful in general. I think I think the I mean, I mean I want sieges, but I want good sieges, and that's not what we have in this game, so Yeah. I feel like if they just added like objectives besides just Dude, the thing the is is like if they had I mean I, I don't know, like any siege I've played or anything where it's like that many players versus that many players, it just I don't know. It's so much chaos that it ends up not actually being fun. That's why they just need to reduce the. They need to. I mean, I know not to be a beat a dead horse or anything because we've talked about this forever, but or at least it feels like it. But like, they need to cut guilds in half. Like, I understand that may be an unpopular it's opinion to some people, but they they really need to cut guilds in half. Would that would solve so many problems. I would say participants and those wars. No, I think guilds. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna show you. Let me show you this trailer. Also, like, have you seen have you seen the siege from Ashes? Yes, it looks so terrible. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean? That looks fun as fuck. No, it looks so awful. Siege from Ashes, Siege from New World, Siege from BDO, Siege from this. Look at this, too. This is what everyone thinks that we want. I, I really think that people are a little bit off base. I We want, like, a big fight in theory is cool, but, like, games just can't handle it right now. And you can even tell in this trailer... Um, you can even tell in this trailer that the frames are going to be an issue. The game's demo trailer, which by the way, this game has some cool looking aspects. It looks like you can transform into like an animal and travel around as the transformed animal instead of having to use a mount. It actually That's seems neat. pretty cool. So this is, I think, Unreal Engine 4 or something someone said. But look what everyone, I, I keep seeing this in games. This is what they think we want for sieges. And I just feel like it's too crazy and laggy. Also world bosses. I feel like a lot of games think that we want these world bosses where 500 people are attacking one boss at a time. I mean, I like the world boss stuff, but yeah, the lag is a problem. Whenever you have so many people like in one spot. Most of the world bosses really weren't too, too bad. It's just Bell. Bell was like always really, really bad initially. I mean, it's been a lot better lately. The rock climbing does look kind of cool. This game is called Thrones and Liberty. Now, there's parts of this trailer that makes this game look really fun. Like this. I want to be an eagle and fly around. But then here's them fighting Dimtree. There's a thousand people fighting a world boss. I think it's an MMO. I mean, it looks like it. Look at it. And then here we go. Here's this, the sieges. 
Just 50,000 people versus 50,000 people. Look, look at the frames. Like, all of a sudden, the frames are, like, choppy as shit. These bosses do look cool, though, visually. Look at this, look at this. Huh? They have a little staircase on the side too. That's fun. I know. I, I see a lot of like. I guess maybe. Uh, in theory, I would love like these large-scale, huge fights with hundreds of people. But I, I just feel like it never really feels that good. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. but the 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 thing is, is that I think that conceptually, the idea of having sieges is fun. It's just that. Like, there's always some problem with it. People just yeah. need to keep trying to, like, solve problems. And one of the biggest issues, in my opinion, with Siege in this game is that they it feels like they've never tried to solve the problem like that Siege has. Which, in this game, primarily the problem with Siege is the lag. Like, even back in the heyday when people were enjoying Siege, which now everybody is, like, burnt out, which is understandable. But even back when it was enjoyable... The biggest problem was that you would load in with like, you know, fucking nine other guilds and then the server was so laggy, your game would crash, you would randomly DC, and it was like, it was so awful, like, it was an awful gaming experience. And now, I don't think even that's so much of a problem anymore, now the problem is just that everyone's so burnt out on it. It's it's so old and, and tired and played. Um, if, if I, um, I'm trying to, if a castle felt to scale like legitimately like if a castle was huge and you had a hundred people versus a hundred people but because the castle is so huge people were spread out like mm. really really spread out then maybe it'd be fun but for some reason every time there's a castle everyone's just like in these two small rooms and just piling on each other because uh, yeah. when you see like if you watch a game of thrones castle fight you see a bunch of 1v1s and 2v2s all around the castle in the sewers and the basements and different parts of the keep, different rooms. Whereas mm -hmm. every time in these games, the siege is just, oh, here's a thousand people right One here. One big field. And here's a thousand people here and they're just crashing into each other, which I guess is what the open field yeah. fights look like in these movies and shows. But once they're in the castle, usually they're really spread out and that would actually make it fun. Yeah, no, no. I, I agree 100%. And I think that, I think a lot of that it comes down to not all of it, but a lot of it comes down to like objectives as well, yeah. right? Um, yeah. so for something for something like Black Desert Online Sieges, where there is literally only one objective, like one main objective anyway, right? You may have to go kill a flag or a cannon, but there's only one destination that anyone's trying to get to at any one point in time, and that really doesn't that that doesn't incentivize that kind of like let's spread out playstyle, right? And I think that's one of the things that Ashes does well is it has like those fucking like dragons and like other objectives that you have to go do. So it it'll actually kind of like spread things out a little bit theoretically. Yeah. But like, like you need to again, it's just like it's problem solving. People need to try and and problem solve the best that they can, come up with new ideas, try and fix issues that arise, and 
instead of just like pumping out the same castle siege like like you said the same open courtyard like 100 people crashing into 100 people and causing a big lag fest like can i address the most important comment i've seen in the last four or five weeks cusp v2 says game of thrones is not historically accurate there were no 1v1s irl you know, in Game of Thrones, some of the characters had magical powers and there were dragons as well. Also, wait, there, there's <laughs> definitely a lot of 1v1s IRL. I don't know. I mean, dueling is still legal in some states of the United States, I'm pretty sure. Really? It not only is it legal, but it should be required by law <laughs> to settle <laughs> some disputes. Yeah, I think... I think... Uh, I forget what state it was. I think it's some, like, it's not even, like, a southern state, like, surprisingly. It's, like, some state in the Midwest. It's, like, you can ask a police officer to, like, watch over a duel, and as long as you don't kill the other person, it's basically, like, all gloves are all gloves are off. Hey, what do you mean, surprisingly? Yeah. I southern, mean, southern, southern states don't just fucking do that shit. Florida does. If you had, like, if you had a big-ass castle that was actually a huge map, like, if... I don't even. I'm trying to think of like how you would even make it that big. But yeah, it, here it is. It, Washington State is one of only two states in America where mutual combat is totally legal. <laughs> hell yeah! Trial by champion. Ah, oh, the other the other one is Texas. Let's go. So it's like it's literally the Midwest and the West. What was the first one? Washington, Washington, Washington. State? Yeah, the, the state of Washington. Not Washington, oh, D.C. Washington, like, way up northwest. What are they doing up there, man? Yeah, I don't know. It says, uh... The Washington State law regarding mutual combat does lay out one provision that m- makes fighting legally a little challenging. To be legal, the fight has to be overseen by a police officer. Interesting. I was just talking to Liger yesterday, and he, he lives up there, and... He says it's a chill place. Apparently, there. Yeah, it's the same thing in Texas. Yeah, so I was right. It is the same thing in Texas. You have to have a you. You ask a police officer, like, "Hey, me and the dude are about to to throw hands. Like, can you uh, can you watch over this real quick?" And then you can legally just like beat the shit out of that person. Interesting. The only exception to this is if the participants are fighting as part of their occupation or as part of a medical experiment. A medical experiment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you know, if doctors need you to beat the shit out of each other to do like a medical examination afterwards, then you don't have to have a police officer, apparently. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, dude. My God. There's only one state that specifically bans dueling, and it's Oregon. Do 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 do. All right. Um. Cool. All right. Let's go. Let's get through these. Com- you want to read these? You want me to read them? Uh, I can if you want me to. Yeah. Uh, I'll read them. I'll I- read them. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Vesper says, "Any chance Draconia be evasion or viable with it? Endgame situation. They should let us choose between evasion and DR guild when tagging characters. By the way, first. Um." It it potentially could be viable with evasion, but there's nothing in the kit that benefits its evasion, so it's unlikely. 
I mean, evasion is evasion. You've seen Choice talk about it. If you have enough evasion, you can make it work, but it doesn't have any inherent skills that are going to benefit it for evasion. So mm. it's kind of up to you guys. Uh, Rice oh, McMichael says, I really like the idea of instance grind. I don't like the PvP in this game, so being able to just opt out is really nice. I think it would be better if it was unlimited, but would need some reason not to use it, like a smaller Arsha buff or less aggress used when in open world. Um, I disagree with that being a permanent thing. I, that would make the game feel so empty. Hmm. Yeah, Genesis says, new class reminds me of Ivy from Soul Calibur. I haven't played Soul Calibur, so I have no idea. Ivy, wait, really? How? Let me look. Wasn't Ivy the one with the Extendo sword? I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it is. You're right. It's an Extendo sword. It's like, um... Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I'm thinking the Awakening is going to be a sword turned into a sword whip just like hers, but that's what, that's exactly what the Corsair's sword is. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get another sword whip class just because it already exists on Corsair. Um, just looks like several sword shards floating together with lightning effects and it flows between both types fluidly in Soul Calibur. I think that might be why they're taking their time because they're trying to do their own twist of it. 420 employees is definitely a lot. There's literally only 10 of us developers driving apps and reports for thousands of employees. A solid dev team can knock out apps and games insanely fast. Some of us have been considering doing the 24-hour indie game challenge. The issue isn't adding content. It's creating the engine and entirely new assets. If you have an already existing engine, it's easy. Cyberpunk modders had fixes and mods ready in less than 72 hours of launch. I think think about that. Guys not even familiar with the engine or assets able to modify and fix issues that fast. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Rock says, podcast is really nice, but can you guys, creators of it, re-listen to it and count how many times you, especially Rezzler, say, I don't know, it's infuriating. If it actually is making you mad, that's, you, that is a you problem. To, act, to be frustrated by someone saying, I don't know, <laughs> it's just, so don't let yourself get mad about that. Take a, take a drink of water, take a deep breath, you're going to be fine. Lossel says, all the new stuff coming on my birthday. For the new class, they might add C skills like Hash, which don't even look like Awakening skills. Imagine having friends to play Arena, LOL. All right, Lost Souls, you have friends to play Arena. Is Lost Souls, he? Is, is he in your guild? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I was just fighting him in uh, RBF last night. Yeah, he is you a beat his Uh, I don't know. I think I killed him a couple times. What's he on these Probably days? Is Hash? Yeah, he's still playing Hash. Okay. That's I think he. Like, I'm trying to think if he's still on Awakening though. I actually can't remember if he's still on Awakening. He like refused to swap off of Awakening for the longest time. I think he might still be on Awakening. Yeah, Shazar says it's quite remarkable, considering how much feedback has been collected on the global Discord channel from the player base. Then no announcement as to when the class balancing will return. Of course, you can find a lot of rage posts in the Discord. But a huge amount of really reasonable feedback, especially regarding the classes that have been performing far better than others for months now or are simply broken. 
Especially if you take a closer look at the feedback, a lot of reports are simply about bugs where skills and other abilities seem to have issue or sometimes just not work at all. Hits simply don't hit or missing through otherwise described effects don't occur, although differently described, etc. To sound a bit rebellious and make fun of the company Pearl Abyss, I have the feeling again they look at the Korean RBF data first. Suck Zerker probably don't have a good KD there and therefore they are still waiting uh, with nerfs go to. Finally, to get back to being more serious, I am more disappointed with this ball. I played the game solely for the sake of PvP and there have been no announcements, no announcements regarding that. Not even a simple statement that they are continuing to try. That's almost an insult to me. Yeah, I think that's totally reasonable, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's basically how I describe... I wasn't saying I was insulted, but I was concerned. I think it's how a lot of people felt with the the lack of even being addressed as yeah. being PvPers. Mm -hmm. Original HD uh, pings at 21 uh, minutes in the last video. Says, thank you, Frosty. That's how I feel. Thank you. That's how most PvE PvX players feel. I think he's referring to my comments about the um, like PvP players just wanting to sh shit on noobs. Some of them. Yeah. Uh, the Fang says, I don't understand why people are making such a big deal with reused animations. Oh yeah, I wanted to get your guys' opinions on this after I read this comment. Um, if the animations are made and can be used, why not use them, especially for an MMO where hundreds of players see the animation? If making every animation from scratch... Uh, that would take a ton of time and at least 10 outfits releases, uh, 10 outfit releases per class. Joking, of course. Uh, yes, of course, I would love to see new animations, but after 23 classes, making the 24th, how many more different actions can there be? At least the new class has new skill effects. Sometimes I think people just complain to complain. Another is the Wukong. Uh, when it was first data mine, I remember people saying, not another monkey class. Why are they making a monkey class, etc.? Now it's not the Wukong. People are complaining about it. Um, so some of the animations of the way the character moves are borrowed from different classes. Ha does that bother you guys? We had a little topic on it, like a little discussion about it. And I didn't think it was a problem. I just thought it was interesting. That's all. Because you could definitely see some similarities. I mean, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's just, it's hard to... You know, it just is what it is. You know, it's going to be more development time and everything in order to just develop entirely new skills. They're going to reuse assets. I mean, that's a very common practice in any sort of um, game development or software development or, you know, like pretty common. I don't think it's a problem as long as it's not like an exact copy, you know, like it did small differences on it. And I think that was fine. Yeah. Rez, does it bother you? Uh, not really. Sometimes it can be a bit egregious, and I, I think that this class is bordering on being a bit egregious, where, I don't know, whenever I was watching the trailer, it felt like every third animation, I could very clearly see that it was reused from another class. Um... But no, it doesn't really it doesn't really bother me, necessarily. It's just that sometimes it kind of can take you out of, like, Oh, dude, like, this is so cool. Hey, wait, that's a Corsairian. Oh, dude, that looks it. Wait, hold on. that that That's a Guardian animation. Oh, dude, that's sick. Wait, was that a DK animation? Like, it just kind of, like, takes you out of it a little bit. But it doesn't bother me, necessarily, no. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same. It's like, 
I would love for them to all be completely unique body motions, but I know that that's probably not realistic, especially when you're giving her a sword, which we already have in the game on kind of on multiple classes, at least the sword or something close to it. So it doesn't bother me that much. I think it would bother me more if the actual animations were the exact same of the yeah. lightning and stuff. But I, I guess I'm a little bit, I've noticed way more people complaining about it this time around than previous classes. Yeah. And I think that part of that is because it does seem like some of the ones that are obvious are blatant, but then mm -hmm. I'm also kind of like, were we not mad that seven, like 17 of the 23 classes all just did the same spin animation? <laughs> like, because that's what we have on most of our other classes. It's just spinning and spinning and spinning with a different animation color. And we're okay with that. But then when it's not a spin, if it's reused, then it's like we have a real problem. I guess like, I don't know. I don't think you should be that bothered by it. If you don't like it, obviously like just don't play it, but it's not so bad. Uh, and some of the animations are, are new as well, but there are definitely some reused ones. So who knows? I mean, overall, it's a very graphically pleasing class. Like, yeah. With how its animations are. Regardless if some are similar to another class or not. Um, Corin Noaka says, yeah, sorry, should have clarified when I when I said capped HP, I meant HP journals being done. Um, Dylan Sandgren says, what if the awakening was like DK awakening, but with a great sword? I don't know how that would be. How would a DK awakening, but with a great sword? Like you have... It has a floating great sword. <laughs> yeah, two floating great swords. <laughs> yeah. Well, Air, air strike would just be like a little hop because it's just too heavy of a sword. Yeah. Maybe. Also, Rezar, it's so funny because I know you used to do T1s. I don't know if you... You guys don't do T1s at all anymore, right? Uh, We were messing around with it a couple of weeks ago, but now we're back on T2s for at least a minute. We're, we're, we're trying to decide basically which one we want to do, so we're kind of going back and forth. Uh, the HP cap and the re losing HP everything is such a it's such a weird system. It's it sucks. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's it's really bullshit. But I'm not allowed to complain about it because I'm a zerker. So that is true. Do you think yeah. that your guild would be more inclined to stay on T ones if they removed the cap and made it that preset gear thing? Probably, but I don't know. Because the thing is, I, I'm I'm not involved in like leadership, so I don't know what people's problem with T1 is. I personally am like, I don't really care what it is as long as it's Nodors. I just enjoy Nodors. Right. Um. But some people don't like T1s, and I don't know why. But yeah, maybe it's like the gear. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Imperium or sorry, uh, Striker Hero One Thousand says. As long as she's not too slow, can compete in PvP and be good at PvE, I'm happy to play her so I can re-roll from Tamer finally. Imperium, Dream <laughs> Imperium Ta uh, Dreamer says, It definitely worries me that balance wasn't even mentioned. There was a ton of people asking about balance and even more asking about Arena, and yet they ignored all of it and chose to answer the griefing question. I don't think they'll be shocked by how successful Arena is when it releases, though, so hopefully that will encourage them to put more focus on PvP development and less focus on pleasing Care Bears. 
The vast majority of us play for PvP and we only put up with PvE, etc. because they've made it a prerequisite to enjoy PvP. Um, Deadly as a fellow, yeah. As a fellow PvPer, I I I kind of disagree with that statement. Why is that? There's quite a few people that just enjoy the grind and gearing up and collecting. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I the think, vast majority I think those, statement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think those of us that the main thing we do is PVE. There is a lot of us, but I don't think it's the PvP. vast majority. Yeah, PVP. You mean? PvP. What did I? Yeah. Sorry, did I say yeah. PVE? Yeah, it's a PVE. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I'm in agreement there. Like, it's it, honestly when you look at this game from like an advertisement, you're trying to advertise it to another player, a newer, a new player, potentially. Like, are are you going to like sit there and be like, yeah, dude, look, like, look at all the grinding, look at the circles I can do. Like, is that really what you're going to advertise? Are you going to advertise, you know, the housing or the life skilling? Is that what you're going to advertise to a new player? Or are you going to advertise the combat? Are you going to advertise like the PvP aspects? Yeah. I think, I think like getting newer players into the game, that part attracts people more. But there is a very large player base, a very large player base that is really involved with those kinds of things. It's just not like the advertisement piece of it. I I do think if if you somehow could measure and get a definitive number, I would be willing to bet significant amount that NA and EU care more about PvP than KR. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Um, all right. Uh, Deadly Zero says the Calfion Ball is just for free codes, Jay's Hammer, and new trailers. People expect too much from PA. I mean, eh, not wrong. Uh, well, before it used to be about a bunch of announcements that we never got to. Luckily, they toned that part down, so at least they don't have to lie. We'll see if everything actually comes out, though. Weibo said they said nothing about console. Makes me sad that they just ignore the people who play it. Yeah, I was hearing a lot today. Butter... Res, you know Butters. He was talking about how... Yeah. Because they just got Odalita, so a lot of them are fighting over Turos for Fallen God. He said that uh, a uh, very uh, large portion of the community has dropped their guild to Karma Bomb. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Now they're on our level. Um. Alright, so Smash is linking me a Reddit post where there was a poll about this. Um, what the light skill thing? Yeah, so you can't go. Just curious. That. Well, but you you get an idea. It's kind of interesting to see. So this is on Reddit, and they say, "Do you play BDO for the PvP?" Just curious how everyone feels. And there's a poll. Uh, it's my main reason. I occasionally like to PvP, and I play it for other reasons. So I'm gonna vote. I occasionally like to PvP. I'm gonna hit vote, and the results are 789. It's their main reason. 833, I occasionally like to PvP, and 2,000 say I play it for other reasons. Well, so more like I think those numbers 40, make 60. sense. 40-60 then. Yeah, it's like 40-60. And only and a quarter of them prefer PvP like mainly. Which I think actually makes yeah. sense. These numbers actually kind of line up with what I would guess. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I, I might have guessed more people would occasionally do PvP. 
I'm kind of shocked that that's pretty low. At least it seems lower to me. If I had to guess, like, I PvP occasionally, I probably would have guessed, like, 60%, maybe. So, 40% is a little bit lower than I expected. But, the, uh... Also, the amount of people who play it mainly for PvP is higher than I, I would have expected. I probably would have guessed, like, 15%, in all honesty. So, yeah. guess it evens out. Uh, the Chong Along says, You think they moved a lot of people working on BDO to other projects so they couldn't fulfill all the promises from the ball? Or have they always been like this? I mean, they've never fulfilled all of the promises of the ball, but there's definitely a feeling of they're doing less lately. Like, it's weird because we had that guy, sometimes you get a little bit, you're like too close to the forest, right? Because we had that one commenter that was like, hey, just came back to the game, caught up on all the stuff, and like, oh my god, in 2021, they added so much stuff to the game. And you do kind of forget all the stuff they added early on. Because the first six months of 2021, they added a whole bunch of stuff, and quality life stuff was like every week for a while. It it was actually pretty cool. And, and I would like to point out that we were praising them mm-hmm. for this at the time. And we were praising them. So, and then their summer ball, all the stuff they announced, you're like, oh my god, that's this is going to be nuts. There's going to be so much cool stuff, plus these reworks. And then it was just the reworks. That was it for the rest of the entire year. And now, I mean, we had the winter region release, which we're finally getting on April 6th, which is, is cool. I don't want to downplay that. That is really cool. But because we've known about it for so long and seen it in KR, like the, a bit of the hype is gone. So we'll see going forward what they do, but it definitely just feels like they kind of slowed down. Yeah, exactly. Like the first six months, we also got Sikrakia, we got um, Vaha, we got like the the dungeons, and it was I don't know, it was looking it was looking cool for a minute there. They had a they had a, a six month stretch of like oh my god, like they're on track, and then yeah, maybe they just got burnt out. They grinded too hard. Like Nayashi, the moment he gets his ogre ring, he's gonna start playing yeah, Lost Ark full time. Uh, I'll be back to New World all over again, trying to drown myself. <laughs> um. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's uh, it's sad how dead PvP is in this game right now. Mm-hmm. It's and really, it's really like as part of that small minority that plays this game exclusively for PvP. It's it feels at times really hard to keep warranting me playing this game in all honesty i mean you know it'd be a, i get dolphin spots pretty regularly like i haven't got any today but usually that's I get a lot. not jesus christ and then on top of that, you see if you want a pvp you just need to go grind at the areas where everyone's grinding if you let me finish before you just start going off on it like the other aspect is like we get in gvg fights pretty regularly you know, just start some beef, you know, just start some shit. And there you go. You get some PvP. Like everyone's like so they, they need some like organized PvP in order to like initiate something. Like I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of these players. They don't just like go out of their way and just start shit. You know, like just start fights. Yeah, like you have the ability to flag and start up. griefing have, someone who's trying to grind and make money and that. enjoy the game. Okay, that's the problem. You you are you are nece- you're caring about that fact, honestly, rather than trying to focus on PvP. If they don't want to PvP, they'll leave. They'll find someone that will. I think it would be helpful if during their drop rate events they made the Arsha server 100% and didn't leave it the same as the other servers. Well, that's that's the other thing. Like 
okay, during this event, yeah, sure, for hundred percent, I agree that you know the Archer server is currently dead. But like, Rizzler, do you grind on the the Archer server at all? No, because I don't want to grind, and when I do occasionally grind, I don't want to PvP. When I want to hey, PvP, I want to PvP. When I want to grind, I want to grind. Yeah, but do you go on Arsha pretty much at all, in any capacity? No, not really. So, I mean, come on. Because, what? so, okay, hold on, let me get this straight. Because I want to do, generally speaking, large-scale PvP, because that's what I enjoy. I enjoy Node Wars, I enjoy RBF. You're telling me that I should go to Arsha in 1v1 fucking 700 gear score Steve for for pvp content that that's the well, acceptable all you're wanting to do is large scale then you have a schedule that you got to follow it is what it is that's how it's designed Otherwise, but it's not RBF. we literally have rbf it's just fucking dog shit because class balance is awful they're not doing anything about it it's not worth any money and they're just they're just fucking sticking their head in the sand and this idea that if you want pvp you should go fight the 720 gear score gamers on arsha and all these 1v1s where desync is rampant you get one fucking you make one fucking outplay but it doesn't matter because desync happens i get grabbed out of iframe and die it's fucking ridiculous that's a ridiculous notion i'm sorry it just is that is well, not an said, acceptable when substitute when you said originally you didn't say the large scale only you just recently said that, so that's why I was saying you have options. When it comes to like large scale, though, I understand where you're getting at because yeah, you don't make a lot of money with basically any form of large scale minus. But C. my point is, Nayashi, is that even your position, even if we take away the large scale thing, your position is something that Potion Shop would say. Well, if you want PvP, then just go one v one someone in open world for literally negative money because what's what's important is that you're getting like the fun out of it, right? Like, that's some shit Potion Shop would say. Why? How about this? How about this? How about we actually try to continue balancing classes? It'll never be perfectly balanced. We continue working towards class balance. We make organized PvP, which they say they want to push players to do, actually worth doing and fun doing. And then everybody can just be happy. If you want to go 1v1 all the gear, all the mega-geared players on Arsha, you can go do that for no money. If you want to go participate in large-scale for a little bit of cash, you can go do that. And but I know like, you, Hold on. I, I know you had the stance on how PvP you know, doesn't make you any money and whatnot. I know you've had this stance for a long time, but when you, you had this argument here just a moment ago, you didn't really state that. So when I'm making my, my comments, it's in regards to that. Just the straight up PvP because all that's all you said. You said there's no options. Yeah, for PvP. hold on, hold on. You didn't to defend, even say the large scale thing. to defend Ashley a little bit, he wasn't saying that you shouldn't be able to make money in PvP. He was only responding to the the plain statement that there isn't much PvP right now. That's all. He was just saying like yeah. if you want PvP, you could find it. You, in fairness, you didn't specify in the beginning that you meant large scale, and it wasn't about money. Now, Ashley's yeah, not saying fine. you shouldn't make money, but. But, yeah, but, I do but my money my, my, my money comment is only to point out that if it was worth money, it, there would be more people doing it. It's oh, yeah. not even necessarily that I want to make more money doing PvP. It's that if you can make money doing PvP, more people would be PvPing. They wouldn't yeah. feel like they have to go grind orcs to make money. They would be doing RBF. I am on board with that. But, like... <laughs> To to say like it, you know like it's a potion shop comment. I mean that's not true. It's in the context of how the the argument was worded originally. It just just saying there is options. But yeah, if you're gonna add in all yeah, the other stuff, options suck. So right now I can go into RBF. There's there's two RBFs open right now. One of them has six people in it. One of them has nine people in it. Okay, because no one's doing RBF right now because it's dead. The RBF that I just got out because of, of the event. 
one of them had 30 players in it, and about 20 of those were on one team because for some reason we can't balance teams in RBF. And then the other one, it had literally four people. Which is like, a problem I also agree with. I've been complaining about that RBF balance issue too. I think their fucking Q system's so trash and they need to fix it. I know, but then... It, it, so it, The lack of players, though, can be literally explained from this event going on because everyone wants to make use of this event and grind because but they so got the then, new region coming out and they want to get all the resources so they can get the Lebrecca helmet, all that shit. My point is is that I I say, like, it sometimes feels like PvP is dead and it doesn't. it makes me not want to play this game. And then your counter to this is that I can go on Arsha and and one v one Steve and Zethian. I like I don't I don't I don't understand how that's a counter argument. Even to like even if we say like you if so I didn't not the PvP, if I didn't make my it. original point more clearly like that's fine. But I still don't think that's even a valid counter argument really. But I mean, you only have an issue with that because you're not geared enough to be able to take on those opponents. That's really it, honestly. But I also don't like 1v1s because this game is a desinky piece of shit. And I'm, I, I, it, there is nothing that makes me want to uninstall this game more than when I outplay somebody, but the game decides that I lose anyway because I get grabbed out of iframe or I get CC'd out of my lava piercer or something along chase, those lines. Say chase. And I, and I know that you guys have <laughs> felt the same thing, and it's fucking depressing when that happens. It happens all the time. And yeah, it happens in large scale 100%. It happens constantly in large scale. But it feels a lot less bad when it happens in large scale compared to when it happens in 1v1s. And that's why I put actually zero value whatsoever on 1v1s. It's why I don't do BA anymore. It's why I don't really know 1v1 combos anymore. Because if I keep trying to do 1v1s, I'll fucking quit this game in a goddamn month. So, I, I, again, I don't know. I'm just ranting at this point. But anyways, it, it's just... I, I really just don't understand. Even if it's 20% of the population only plays this game for PvP, like, this, they, the things that they're doing, specifically the lack of things that they're doing and saying, is going to end up driving those 20% away. And it's, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. That's why, like last week, I was saying I was disappointed that they didn't even mention anything. Like nothing I understand. about the I, system. So I'm not saying your potion shop. I was just I was saying that that comment felt a little potion shop esque. But again, it's partially gotcha. my fault because I didn't clarify exactly what I was saying uh, properly. So that yeah, is partially I, my fault. It's understandable. This is why I do ranked PvP and Lost Ark because they don't have any desync, and I never get pulled out of my space bar over and over and over again <laughs> multiple yeah. times. In Actually, a match. you know what? I haven't logged into Lost Ark since I lost a 1v1 due to desync. I, I'm being, yeah, I'm being sarcastic because I get desynced all the time in that game and it's no, fucking no, I infuriating. Understand. But it's just like, that should tell you something that like, I desync constantly in this game and I've been playing it for six, seven years, however long it's been. I, I desynced, lost a 1v1 Lost Ark. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. <laughs> I, you know, eh, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, why, why take on a second one of this, you know? Yeah, I, like my my soul can only take losing so many one v ones to desync. <laughs> it's already been broken apart. BDO desync ways. is definitely worse. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely worse. The game is faster, but I what feels worse? Getting pulled out of your space or out of your iframe? They feel the same, and one of them happens in both games multiple times. So. Yeah, I get I get yeah. pulled out of my protected skills all the time in Lost Ark. It I, is I, frustrating. I, I, as I honestly. Fuck. And it's more frustrating because it it affects my rank oftentimes. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for it to start doing that here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree that it happens more frequently in BDO, though. I I think that that's one hundred percent the case. But 
I I don't know. Obviously, this is pure opinion piece, but I'm way more forgiving of it in BDO because, like you said, Frosty, it's it's so fast. Um, I don't yeah. know. It's not. It's using their own engine, which, as we know, if you've played this game for longer than five seconds, is like it looks beautiful, but the back end is fucking wild and crazy, and the shit that they have to like. They fucking they add one they no they they fix one NPC's fucking hair and then for some reason a class's protection no longer works. It's fucking strange. Yeah. Yeah. The, it is the, what it is. The oh BDOs is definitely worse. It's like yeah, both these devs for some reason when I'm playing their game punch me in the face, but Perlibus punches me a little bit harder. So the Smilegates devs definitely aren't that bad. <laughs> I mean, they, the situation sucks in both games, and unfortunately, that's how yeah. action combat is right now. Hopefully, one day our it gets fixed. I, I don't think Smilegate or Pearl Abyss are going to be the ones that solve it, though. Sadly. Yeah, no. I think highly, it's highly be unlikely. It's going to be when technology gets even better. Yeah, and unfortunately, I hate to break it to everybody, but it's going to most likely be Mark Zuckerberg that ends up fixing that for us. Or just making all games tab target. Oh, God, no, please. It's the solution. Tab target is our future. Uh, all right, let's move on. Minaria says, glad to hear, or good to hear that you guys had the same exact concerns I did. Uh, was waiting the entire time for at least some sort of acknowledgement of PvP issues, class balance, or even just passing sentence of, hey, have you heard of Arena of Solar yet? A sentence or two would have been enough to at least show they're still thinking about it, but it felt bad that the extent of PvP mentions was to bash any and all open world PvPers and paint them as evil. Like, cool story, bro. I really like the daily grind hour. Helps casuals and people without a lot of time. Hey, that's me and a lot of my friends. That's not against PvP players. Frosty is right. What is against PvP is them saying, we're looking into discouraging reckless PvP. Also, new class is hype. It has a dragon. That's all it needs for me to love it. Additional edit, open letter about the Zerker-sized elephant on Reddit win, Frosty. No man, we I gave we, we gave casters a year. Zerkers deserve their year in the sun. All right. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, Fitz Good says, "Calling it now, rocket-powered two-handed mace." Oof. A rocket-powered two-handed. I initially read that as a rocket power two-handed mace, like the TV show Rocket Power. Yeah. What's that? Um. There's a a particular character that had that in the shooter game Blizzard's uh Blizzard shooter. What the fucking what was the name of that game? Rez, Frosty, you, you remember yeah. which game that? Uh, uh two-handed mace with a rocket? No, no, the shooter game that there there was a character in there that had a two-handed mace. What the fuck? Oh, Reinhardt. Blizzard... Uh Overwatch. Yeah, Reinhardt, Reinhardt. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Great game. Yeah, right. Uh, Nyla says Zerkers were really good in the year of the caster too. Q buff was still game changing. True. And the two years before caster was really good. Caster was also really good. <laughs> so yeah. So we got to give Zerker three years then, Nihilus, right? Just like casters. They deserve it. So does Sakuno. Fitz, uh, Kenichi Sai says the big question is Is the new class going to have that extra step animation when you come to a stop? Yes, it does. Oof. I am Smash says I am Smash. Admori says, "Dude, Dragonborn is great. Dragonborn can shout elemental powers too." Hell yeah. Lil Porkchop says, "I love Frosty's idea about Draconia's awakening. If imagine if 
she fought like Artorius from Dark Souls 1. So who is Artorius? What is Artorius from Dark Souls 1? Someone describe it to me so I know what that even is. Anyone that played Dark Souls 1, I know that was years ago. A non-soul, uh, yeah. Okay, no one knows. No one's heard of it. Uh, maximum Effort says, there's been three full months any bit after the class reworks, and I think everyone should have their opinions on the current PvP balance at the moment. What changes do you expect to get other than Kuno nerf and Tamer bug fixes? Also, do you think nerfing the range damage is what BDO needs for the BDO guilds uh, should try to find strategies versus guilds with a lot of ranged classes? As an example, currently the Suck Zerg is very good at engaging. If you get 10 of those to engage, the range is not an issue anymore and you can run them over at least on paper. I think Tamer's fine. They shouldn't fix it. It's fine. I agree. The game will be fine if you only nerf Kuno and fix the Tamer bugs. <laughs> <laughs> then everyone will be happy. Um, okay, so that class, the, Ar the Ar Artorius, is a very acrobatic knight with, a lot with lots of flips. I don't know, the way this character moves, I can't see it being acrobatic at all, though. That's got too big of a weapon to be like that. Yeah. Um, Blood Wolf. I swap to Arsha only for PvP. I love that random PvP encounter, and I usually get it on Elvia Arsha or any good spot on Arsha. The other PvP I find is GVG, and that can happen any one because it's a GVG decision. Uh, I love when guild call for help, we all go PvP. Apart from Duel for Spy, you won't really find random people PvP on normal servers, apart from these random guys with camo <laughs> trying to run over lobbies with his horse. Those are toxic. They can deal with them any day. You do find lobbies on Arsha sometimes complaining, but then get the fuck out of Arsha if you don't want to PvP. You don't ask Duel for Spot or cry in Arsha. You flag and kill. You grind flagged. There's no rules. It's just replaceable or respectable PvP. Even these guys that feed you to mobs on Arsha, it's Arsha. It's your choice. I don't see big issues in open world PvP if you get punished like we do. With cheaper tagging, it may become a problem because you don't lose much if you go red and die with cheap tagged character. I actually had Reslar probably... I don't know if it would be your favorite thing, but one of my favorite things in the world happened the other day where I was fighting someone that I know has gear that's in a strong guild, and as I killed them, they said that I was a griefer on Arsha, and that Arsha isn't for PvP, it's a PvE server. <laughs> yeah, that's um, always that, been a weird take. It's yeah. it's an infestation. You gotta root them out, Frosty, just keep feeding on the mobs. Yeah, he said it was a PvE server, and not only that, he wasn't even grinding. He was actually just PvPing. It was, yeah. it was so weird. I, I was like, all right. He went far. He took it far. I was like, I was like, oh, it's just Arsha, man. And he said, no, you're a pussy. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was all sorts. Of, he, he was saying all sorts of shit, dude. He said, I play man. like a bitch. And it was a the lot shoe of stuff. fits, I guess, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. It's a Kuno, so I mean, you know. <sighs> that is true. Assuming, assuming that person was serious, I love that, like, you can't even have like this idea from PVE players that you can't even have one server that's a PvP server. Cause their argument is like, oh, it has a drop rate buff, so it's PvE server. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it also has no karma rules, so it's a PvP server. Like well, what? It was an, it was explicitly designed by the dev notes for PvP. Luckily, the bonus and the, per and the perk of it is it has an additional drop rate buff. And luckily yeah. it doesn't say PvP next to it in the server list. It doesn't fucking need to. They literally say. It does, say, though. 
that's the oh, thing. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't <laughs> even need to. That's what I'm saying. It, it just yeah. does. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was it was fun. I like that. I like when that. Well, like it's one. It's that. It's just so weird to me. It's it's so so bizarre. Those are the that, people that, you keep feeding the mobs. The those types of people are like all over the place too. You see them in Reddit. You see them in like YouTube comments. Like they're all over the place, man. They get so upset for PvPing on a server that literally says PvP next to it. It's fucking wild. Yeah. It's um. It's uh, interesting, just to say the least. Um, Greg says, I'm really not bothered by reusing animations when designing a new class. It's just good and smart usage of assets they've already created. It's literally just in movement of the abilities. Yeah, it's in the character's, like, body model. Um, I mean, I it, yeah, like I said before, it doesn't bother me. If they go overboard, it will. If it's, like, everything is the same, but... As long as there's some, like, borrowing a little bit and changing it slightly, I think would be ideal. Like, maybe that's what they need to do. Take, like, the base animation and then adjust it a little bit so it doesn't look the exact same. Instead of starting from scratch for an animation where you're trying to, you're basically trying to get the same effect. Um, Daz says, I imagine the instances would be similar to Dark Rifts where it spawns additional mobs and you and the mobs are still technically on the map on top of everything else. People just can't interact with you or, or your mobs. By the way, what happened to that solo dungeon they announced? I agree that dungeons are fine, though I wish they'd uh, focus more on combat and less on puzzles. But it's difficult to get a group uh, for the normal ones. I only see season ones and the occasional LV ones, especially with the weekly limit. But if there was a dungeon, you could just jump into yourself for a change of pace. That'd be awesome. And yeah, that comment was maximum copium, but I honestly have no other guesses why they completely stopped with the balance changes. Yeah, the solo a solo dungeon would be really fun. I think. I mean, at the end of the day, as as much as I enjoy doing a dungeon with a group, and I hope they keep adding more, there are definitely times where it's like, yeah, I just don't want to get a group together. I mean, like, dude, we it's the thing that... Dude, trying to organize eight people, like, when you're trying to do, like, an organized eight people group in a, in a game with raids, like, dude, I forgot how frustrating it is. And it's like the moment you finally have yeah. all eight people, one person's like, oh shit, my dad's calling me. Oh shit, I gotta go like do this real quick. Or like, oh man, my phone. Like, oh, I'm gonna be on the phone, so I can't... When you call out the mechanics, I'm not gonna hear it for the next 30 minutes, so we're gonna wipe and waste our time. You, like, stuff like that. I'm like, oh my god. It's, oh, it's so hard to get eight people to go together. It's yeah, so hard. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I'm just waiting for... Uh, I'm excited to uh, see, play uh, Thornwood Castle. When's that coming out? Yeah, or poor Miss Frosty comes up like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, do not. I just got these eight people in this raid. They're finally all here. None of them are on the phone. Don't be the reason why I can't finish this right now. God damn it! <laughs> uh, Dreadspark oh, says, sorry, I should have explicitly stated that... Oh, okay, so Dreadspark, we had, we had, a, we had some words, me and Dreadspark, back and forth. So let's, let's see what this comment is. He says, sorry, I shouldn't words. have expli explicitly stated... That I wasn't directly talking to any of you three when I called out the alpaca haters. Uh, I had no idea that Frosty had taken a side against that content, but now that I know, dun dun dun. It's still not Dream Donkey hate, so we chill, but you're gonna want to lay low for a while. Listen, I, I don't hate the alpacas. I am not on the side of alpaca hating. I, I just can totally understand why people are like, well, where's the RT10 unicorn that you showed? And where's like 
all this other stuff. That's it. I don't hate alpacas. I think they're fantastic. And everyone really should be able to ride them, alpacas. even Zerkers. He sends DMs all the time talking about these alpacas. Uh, anyway, I think the overall problem discussed last week was agreed upon. I wasn't actually asking for T10 horse to be cut. I was remarking poorly that I was surprised it hadn't given PA's history for dropping difficult tasks. Although in other games, a new mount is made seemingly often and with ease. I just hope that PA has a year or two with solid, reliable content after the winter content lands. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Like after we get the winter region, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a little burst of like, uh, being reinvigorated, getting our helmet. Like every, some people are still working on artifacts and the, testing out the new zones. And then with Calpheon, we have that as well. But after those two things, I, I really am curious where they're going to go after that. What's next? I still think they should have fused the Dream Horses. I think that could have been cool as fuck. What do you mean fused them? Fused, like, like if, if T10s were like, you could breed like a unicorn and a doom to make like a cross between them or something. That's what a, I that's what I thought T10s were going to be originally back in the day. To get a Unidoom? Yeah, sure. Or a Doom Aquarium? I don't know. I think that'd be cooler than just like I don't know. Your 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 Pegasus now hovers. I don't know. I thought they were going to do like <laughs> or, a hybrid thing. Or your unicorn now squirts. Yeah. Uh I don't know about that one. Chief. Sorry, moving on. Longhorn Finn says what if her <laughs> What if her awakening is Wukong and we all are hearing about Keck W? Maybe that is why PA said it's going to take a long time. You think that the Draconia in awakening, you're going to see swap turn into a male ape with a two-handed bow staff. I mean, makes sense to me. I don't see it, Longhorn. I'm going to be honest. You know, it's a stretch, but I'm going to give it to him. I just don't see it happening. Also, the Wukong the Kong class wasn't an ape. It's just a dude with ape-like tendencies. <laughs> wait, wait. Let it, okay, hold on. I just pulled up the photo. What in this tells you ape or ape-like tendencies? Wait, link the photo here. Let me see. I did. I linked it. All right, here. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> what about this tells about, you ape how about or ape? -like everything. Tendencies? How about the the fact that he's got one of his hands on the ground? It's probably has his knuckles curled in. Look at his oh. hairstyle too. Also his little arms. He's like trying to oh, be an yeah. ape. Do monkeys have that hairstyle? Yes. You know, I, I've seen this this poster in a movie that was literally just him being a monkey the whole time. So yeah. This I don't know. This uh It is Wukong though. Legit, one hundred percent Wukong. Oh yeah. Well it's a Wukong right. based class. How, um wait, open image. Here we go. Is this not the same hairstyle? Here, Rose, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna share this in the in the Discord so you could see it. Okay. You're telling me that you don't see any sim similarities. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know what? Now now that now oh, that you put them God. side by side, the resemblance is striking. You don't think the hair way. even the hair color a little bit a little bit close? Yeah. I mean, I can't even I can't even tell uh, which one is which. Oh Wait, which one of these it. is the which one of these? The is The class is on the left, and then the orangutan sitting in a zoo is on the right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see it. Yeah, no, you got a point. <laughs> you got a point. I felt like I did. Hell yeah. That's um, actually his awakening. 
Balance Breaker says, these are bitches that want to feel good about themselves bullying the weak but can't take being slapped. I guess we hadn't talked about Will Smith and Chris Rock yet. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Storm619 says, his TLDR is, uh, is awesome. Preach Frosty, preach my brother. Right, let's see what he has to say. It, usually what happens is preach Frosty, preach, and then I read the paragraph and I don't agree with anything they say. So let's see. <laughs> let's see what it says. Storm619 says the the one hour private grind is the best thing PA has released in a long time. If I'm going to use uh if I'm gonna be using temp buff, special item drop scroll, loot scroll, etc. I don't fucking want duel for spot or fight. Fuck that shit. I just want to forehead on my keyboard and watch some anime as I grind in peace. If I want PvP, I'll look for PvP. If I want a life skill, I will life skill. If I want to have a better open world PvP experience, then make some more Arsha servers and give them a reason to grind on them. For example, the tax cart thing that I see Choice doing like every week, have that on Arsha server on a random spawn. That's a cool idea. And you get raw silver for it or something like that. Also, the new Node War has no progression. After T1... uh. After T1, sear it straight to uncap, which is the dumbest idea that PA ever done in t in Node War. T1, all you need is like full season gear, and you're over the cap, so why the fuck would a new player go to Tier 2 Node War when the most of the players have 50 gear score over them? Uh, if they make the caps like how they do for Siege, I believe more players would join Medaya and Valencia guilds and try to improve their skills. I have only done one Valencia Siege, and the cap stats were the best, 665, and I would love to do Node War on those caps. Also, just the just cut the number of nodes by like half or more. Like Seer should have like six nodes tops. Serendia should have six nodes tops. Yeah, he makes some good points. Cap the number of nodes. I think yeah, the cap the jump from tier one to tier two is so astronomically insane. Like if you go to tier one, you're like, oh shit, like this is pretty good. I got my gear up. Let me go try tier two. If you're a newer player, and it's like, oh, I'm against digital and vertex. <laughs> Okay, I want to go uh, back to tier ones. It's very, it's rough. Uh, Ali Speed says, yes, Blade and Soul had cleanses. As far as I know, Blade Master, Party Iframe, Shield removed all negative effects, including CCs on top of making Party untargetable, and Blade Master 2 self-cleanse skills. I think two of her iframes cleansed. However, the aforementioned iframe Shield made her specifically targetable when Party couldn't be targeted kind of like a taunt all right you're saying you're saying blade master and then saying her wasn't blade master male did you make a female was that was that game class or gender locked gender locked i swear my blade master was a male could you make it female why is he saying her but referring to blade master you can make blade master female okay maybe you can yeah i, I remember mine being male that's what i mean but i don't i can't remember if you can make it only one of the races was gender locked. Okay. Uh, Scintilla Soul says, Okay, so I'm posting this comment because I know what we talked about in the next podcast. At the moment, as you see Draconia's damage, it looks OP. Yes, it does. But at the moment, the modifiers aren't working properly currently. So she is doing the PVE damage of her skills, and the 40%, the minus 40% PvP is not currently being applied. But saying that, this uh, will this minus 40% actually nerf her enough? No, she will still do a ton of damage, but it won't be as much as now. Yeah, I think after they made the thir the changes on Thursday, her damage feels a lot more normal in PvP. Only really shift RMB hits super hard, 
And I don't know necessarily yet if that's a bad thing. To wait and see. Like Wednesday, it'll be a lot more obvious when I get to test against multiple people and other classes and stuff. Uh, Dex 2 system with Frosty. I actually enjoy grinding. Uh, to keep it interesting, I have a ton of alts. Overall, it's a chill activity and chance to play with the class skills and movement in a fairly leisurely way. Uh, Zero says, first of all, thank you guys for the podcast. You are all doing amazing. Second, people that go to Arsha to grind need to understand that they are entering a PvP server. You won't grind most likely unless you go to a dead grind spot uh, somewhere like Desert Fogans or are confident in your ability to win and keep your spot. Third, in my opinion, the company needs to chill and focus on polishing their systems instead of trying hard to push out new content or at least get another division team, whatever that is, dedicated to that, my two cents. No, I agree. I would love if they just had a team of, I don't know, whatever, a portion of their development team that is just purely working on bug fixes and optimization like around the clock. That would be Unfortunately, fantastic. Unfortunately, their investors disagree. Their investors don't like that, though. New content is good for business. 2D Fruity M2 says, I just want the Awakening weapon to be a bigger sword so you can also main hand and offhand inside. Oh, slot the main hand and offhand inside? Okay. That that sword would have to be so huge to put that sword inside of it. Just have a Monster Hunter-esque greatsword. Mm-hmm. Like, double the size of the person. Uh, can you rent your friend gear in BDO or not? I think you can. Isn't that a thing still? Didn't they add like what? a rental system, but it's only like up to a certain gear level? I don't think I know you, can... you can rent For, like, horses. I, I thought, I thought or maybe people. it was just an event. Weren't you able to rent gear? Okay, it was just an event. That's what it was. Yeah, there was an event where you could rent your gear to people. Uh, Sui says, all I ever wanted is, or all I ever wanted, it's a buff to the speed. I will definitely main it if it's as fast as Warrior. Nerf all you want, but give me speed and fluidity. And that's it. It's the last of our, uh, comments. Alrighty. You want to close this out, Reslar? Thank you guys so much for the comments, by the way. We appreciate it. Yep, yep. Always appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, thank you everybody so much for listening. Um, thank you again to the patrons and all of the Twitch subscribers. Again, you can find a, uh... Ooh, those are some nice colors. Dude, the sword dyed blue looks so good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. With the ice background? That yeah. looks really nice. Uh, you can find links to all of our streams in the description of the video or MP3. Uh, it should be down there somewhere. Twitch.tv slash slowfrosty slash niashi underscore na and slash notrizzler. Uh, make sure to leave a comment telling us your thoughts and we read them every single week. And we'll see you all next one. Bye.